You ready? I'm ready. spiritual podcast station bringing you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studio my name is natia moore and i'm anthony fliggins and this is pastor anthony said welcome everyone to this episode of pastor anthony said make sure you like share subscribe comment everywhere facebook instagram YouTube. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let's go. Coming to a TikTok near you. <laughs> How about it? How about it? How about it? Let's go. Let's do this. How you doing? I can't complain. What about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah, good. Yeah, same very, very good. Same Let me is. go ahead and share. If you're um coming in, come on in the room and share. Share, share, share to your page. Tell somebody to tune in. Pastor Anthony said it's, it's on. on. It's on. It's on. Monday night. Yes. And it's uh, going to be, uh, and you can watch it again or listen to it again. Yes. Uh, over and over. Over again. and over again. How about <laughs> it? How about it? Over and over again. So we are we are um I guess we are in uh locked and loaded in season two. Yeah. And uh it is it is good to be a part of what the Lord is doing and um I'm excited about it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for strength, for grace, for mercy and for peace. We thank you for your unmerited favor. We thank you for looking beyond our fault and meeting us at our need. We thank you for um allowing us to be uh, a part of what you're doing. Give us clarity of thought and understanding hearts concerning what uh the situations are going on today yes. and your will for our lives. We give you praise, glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. amen. And amen. All right, let's move on. Let's do this. Yes, we definitely locked in the Season two, yeah, season two, this episode there. seven. This episode seven, episode season two. seven, season nice, two. nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yes, nice. yes. How was your day? Um, busy, but it was a good day. Cold, but it's it good. is. Yeah, it got cold. Yes, yes, yes. I think we sport got sport a little bit in the uh, Mid Atlantic region. Yeah. Uh, we we're in Baltimore, and uh, yes, but uh, yeah, yeah, but it's cold. Uh, uh, is it going to stay cold? Um, I think they said for the next couple of days. Tomorrow, it's going to feel like the twenties. Okay. Yeah, that's what it said. That's what it said. Yeah, because the wind, like the wind chill. The wind you know? chill. But we're not going back to the to the fifties, the sixties. I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's funny. It's it's, 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 up, it's, and it's up and down. Yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, whatever it is, you know, we gonna keep this. So yeah, we just got roll <laughs> yeah, with it. I just it. was wondering because you know it's like, I I think like the beginning of October it was like. What forties and fifties, and then we'll go up to seventy five. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Back, I, re- so. I recall that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that's what oh, we were man. in for that kind of roller coaster. I have no idea. I haven't checked. You know. Okay, I hope we get some snow this year. Okay, I really do. What's the, we, why? 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 I just I I I enjoy the. I guess it's 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 the feel that comes with snow. I okay. I I like the scenery of it, and I like I like to you know go out in it. Nice. A little bit. I don't like when it gets dirty, when it starts getting nasty, and right. we scrape it up on the side. I don't like that part, but okay. I do. I love. I do like snow quite a bit, and it's. I think it's been like a couple years that we haven't got any snow, so I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, significant amount of snow. Yeah, yeah we haven't had some, but you know, if we get it, we get it. We don't. We don't. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay you, with you, it. But you would it now. I would like to get a little bit. Okay, good. How was your Thanksgiving? I was off day. My Thanksgiving was okay. I was working. It worked Thanksgiving. Yeah. So okay. it was just. It was just. Thanksgiving and usually, usually you off Thanksgiving. Um, or usually work Thanksgiving. You I work? last last uh, Thanksgiving I actually was off, so maybe I got into a trance because actually all the Thanksgiving before that for like ten years straight I had worked. Okay, but it was something different about this Thanksgiving. It just something seemed like it was missing. I don't right. know if last year of being 
off, kind of just did something like, ooh, I don't, okay. don't want to okay. do this no more. I don't want to okay. work on Thanksgiving, but yeah. Right. So, but it was um, it was all right. It was a quiet Thanksgiving at work. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like crazy. Like people weren't coding and things like that. So yeah. it was okay. Okay. You know, everybody was wanting to go home to their family. So we had discharges and things like that. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. So like yeah. they it miraculously get better. That's right. On Thanksgiving right. Day, like That's oh right. I feel better. Yeah. And then yeah, they'll be yeah. back. You know, the day after Thanksgiving mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the Monday after Thanksgiving. So, but it yeah, was cool. That's how, how it was. How about you? My Thanksgiving was uh pretty good. Um. Uh, no complaints. Uh, usually, I, again, my holidays are my holy days, are yeah. my quiet days, are my you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. do nothing days, and I and I tend to keep it that way. So, uh, but that it, it was pretty good. No complaints. No complaints. Um, the food was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to one of our members' houses. Um, okay, you know, and talked to him for a minute. That was nice. Uh, it was good because he invited me back again. That's nice. So, so that's good when you can get a yeah when you get a yeah, second invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When think, you coming back? Yeah, how that's about a good it? one. Yep, I like so that. I got so I got that. Okay, so that's good. That's so, good. Yeah, so you yeah, want yeah. your best behavior? Yeah, you know we, you know I can, um, <laughs> you know I can talk some stuff, and I think to the, um, I think to people. Okay, so people when um a lot of, when people uh, I guess I don't know what image people have of me, but mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't I don't know what they see when they see me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I really don't, and um, it's it's interesting to. Uh, <laughs> You laughing already, but it's interesting to um, it is interesting to see how people or to hear rather yeah. uh, how people see you and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It it's is. interesting, and so I don't know all the time. People and, and uh, people don't tell me, and um, I, I don't put too much stock into it. Mm. And I think when people really get to know me and see I'm down to earth mm-hmm. and see that you know what I'm saying, I'm one of the real ones. Yeah. It's like oh okay yeah you know he one of us. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's the I guess that's the feel because I think I think. I think pastors sort of carry this image, mm-hmm. so to speak, and yeah. not even just pastors, just spiritual leaders. Yeah, feel like they got an image to uphold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's like a certain level, maybe for some people, of like intimidation. Even though, it, even if it's not even necessary to be there, not that mm-hmm. it's almost like people are just nervous when they get around. Sometimes spiritual leaders. Oh to a yeah, extent. yeah, like, I get that. Yeah, oh, you yeah. want to read me? Like, I, read you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's or, like a little real of, close to God. Yeah, you know like, oh, yeah. I don't even. I can't even. I don't deserve to be. Or I need. Or, or they may say I need to be on my best behavior. Right. They don't. How be far can self. I right. go? Exactly. What can I say? Or exactly. you know what I'm saying? What would they think about me? Right. True. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. How do you make people feel more comfortable when they my father? Feel like my that? father was a bishop. Grandmother was a uh, minister. Great grandmother was a state minister, mm. and so it's in my blood. So I know how to sort of conduct myself. Oh, myself. I know how to conduct myself. You said it right. And yeah, myself. <laughs> I know how to conduct. I know how to. Cut, I know how to. Cut, I know how to conduct myself in certain circles. And so you just know how to be. You know how to play the pious role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. You just know how to be that. You know what I'm saying. That mm-hmm. The holy art thou, whatever, whatever that is. Whatever the moment. Yeah, whatever goes that. On. Whatever that. You know what I'm saying. That that religious fever mm-hmm. carries. You know what I'm saying. And then sometimes we 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 we, uh, we hold on it. We hold on to it too long. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, and we carry it to uh, everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we carry it to court. Yeah, I mean, the pastor is the pastor at the court. He's a pastor. You know what I'm saying? At, at funerals, he's a pastor at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Even when they, even when they're not officiating the wedding, yeah, you get what still, I'm saying. Yeah. They still acting mm-hmm. like you. Still, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so you have this image to carry because you are concerned about how the people view you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have sort of um, removed myself from that. 
Okay. I, I have and I used to think like you know I got to be a certain way mm-hmm. around people people won't respect me or yeah. look up to me and also yes. but I have removed myself mm. and I don't think uh I don't know how people I don't know how people see me right. but I have personally removed myself from that from that from that state of mind yes. and that state of being so I'm a, I'm a, I, you know what I'm saying? I remove myself from that. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with that. Who I am is who I am. Right. And I sort of carry that everywhere I go. So as soon as you hear the first sentence, it's not, you know, God bless you. How you know, right, right. man of God, I am so glad you brought me over to your house and allow me to sit <laughs> and, break, and, break, and, and break bread with you today. Good man of God. I, I'm so glad and privileged to have you and yes. be in your presence. And, oh, I see your wife is upstairs. God bless you, lady. How you doing? Oh, right. beautiful home and all that. Like, no, sit down. Um, what y'all eat? Right. Do you have any any desserts? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want this, that, I want that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want this, and uh, you know what I, I am, I, you know what I'm saying? I want this to drink. Yeah. You know, and sit down, and what channel does the game come on? Right. I don't care if you're watching Steve Harvey. Right. You know what I'm saying? Family Feud. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm the guest. Watching the later on. <laughs> I am the guest. Put the game on. <laughs> and, oh, oh, okay, okay. It's, it's on one of them channels. Put the game on, Doc. Let's go. And, 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 that's, what it, and that's what it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, mm. yeah, I, I I am not no I, I you know I'm a, I'm a people's person yeah so yeah just be yourself basically. oh man yeah. I, I I all that stuff I don't I don't care about that stuff <laughs> I, I don't care about it yeah I'm, I'm not the one that go to a friend room go to the repast and act like I'm not going to eat okay I don't have that you know oh. what I'm saying no <laughs> when I go to a repast if no one's gonna fix my food I'm getting in line I don't care right. if I was the preacher <laughs> yeah y'all not fixing I'm getting in line and I know what I want right. when I get there right. and I'm going to eat yeah I'm hungry right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I really, I have to talk to a pastor and ask a pastor, what is that? Mm. I mean, what is that attitude? What yeah. is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? And why do you have to carry it everywhere you go? Yes. I mean, if you embody everywhere. that everywhere, if you embody that, I get it. But um, if you need it, okay. Mm. But you got to tell me what that is. Mm-hmm. I would like to yeah, know. What is it? Yeah, because I had it, but I forgot what it was because it's been so long <laughs> since I've done it. But mm. I don't know what it was when I was doing it. Mm. Oh, you know what it was when I was doing that? What? Um, it was the concern. I know what it was. Okay. It was always I was always concerned how others saw me. Okay, yeah. Okay. I was always concerned. You know what I'm saying? Because I never wanted them to leave with a particular with a certain um with a with a, with a negative opinion about me. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, get what I'm saying? I understand. And so you know what I'm saying? And I I was always there mm. everywhere I went. I was sanctified pumping gas. <laughs> yeah. I pumped gas in Jesus' name. <laughs> you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying i yes. was just always there now i don't know when i don't know when i changed or i can tell you what changed me i just don't know when mm-hmm. but what cha- i'll tell you what cha- anything you got to say before i say this i was going to ask you can you pinpoint the time like yeah you know you know i can i can't tell you a time frame but i can tell you what okay. happened to me when i say that okay uh, no matter i realized that no matter how mm. good you try to be mm-hmm. Somebody is going to always have a negative opinion about a preacher. Mm-hmm. Or you, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how much, <laughs> no matter, I, I don't care what I've, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's It, it got to a point where no matter mm. what I did, somebody always said something or found something wrong. Yeah. 
And so I'm saying, wait a minute. I, you ain't got to find it no more. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Let's go. Here it is. <laughs> you ain't got to find anything to talk about. Flick is going to let you have it. Here that is. boy ate all my food. You hear what I said? <laughs> he was slouching at my table. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, one day I was talking and somebody said, you was perfect, but you just, what? You were just slouching. So when I talk every now and then, I like to lean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every time I talk, I, I, you notice when I'm sitting down, yeah. you, even even the chair. My mm-hmm. chair, I need arms in my chair. When I don't have, and if you look at the, um, our Bible study sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm sitting down. You know, you I'm always lean. like, yeah. I'm always reclining mm-hmm. at some kind of, so somebody said to me one day, um, yeah, you good. But the person next to you was sitting up and you was slouching or, or reclining. Mm. He said, yeah, I don't like that. I need you to sit up. And I'm saying to myself, yeah, I got to start sitting up. And one day I was just set up. And then I was sitting up, you know, erect, you know. Yeah. But I was, and then I started noticing how um, television people mm-hmm. sit up. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. erect. You know what I'm saying? Just, and I'm watching this and I'm saying, looking like, wow, that's cool, you know. But that's not me. Yeah, exactly. And I have to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I'm doing something that makes you uncomfortable, that's you're just gonna have to be uncomfortable. But I am not gonna be uncomfortable because you got a problem with it. So now I have a recline, mm. and I sit back a lot, and I'm always, you know, yeah. And I tend to, you know, poke the stomach out a little bit. That's mm-hmm. that's on purpose too. But where does that come from? And that comes from the Orientals and the Buddhists and all of those people because they all all great teachers. Y'all listen to me. Mm-hmm. Sit down and teach. Mm-hmm. It is rare when you read where Jesus was standing up teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went up in the mountain and when he was set. Yes. No, you hear what I just said? One of, my, yes. one of the most famous scriptures in the Bible, mm-hmm. mine's, St. Matthew chapter number five. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I can remember it. And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, then his disciples followed him. And he opened up his mouth and taught them saying, so Jesus taught 5,000 people sitting down. Mm. Wow. Yeah. When he went on Peter's boat, he sat down. Mm-hmm. My microphone will come on in a it's minute. It's definitely on. When the woman was, they brought the woman of an, committed an adultery. adultery. He was sitting down. Mm-hmm. So teachers don't stand up teaching. They sit mm. down teaching. Beautiful. So when you watch the Buddha and the great people and you watch a lot of Oriental movies, they always sitting down. Mm. Stomach out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the perfect teaching posture. Mm. And, you, and, you, and, and, and every time y'all see a great teacher with a little belly, because rarely do you see teachers with no belly. Mm. Teachers always got a little belly. All, mm. Look at all the movies. All teachers got belly. You want to know why? Why? Because after they teach, people feed them. Okay. <laughs> Talk back to me, somebody. Talk back mm. to me, somebody. And that's why the Buddha is so big. Mm. Huh. They always feed them because 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 yeah that's right because you don't see them chiseled Mm -hmm. you see certain kings that are chiseled Mm -hmm. you watch the movie three hundred and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so the chiseled ones were always the ones warlike yeah so you would all you you could see the image of a king and then once you see the image of a king you realize if he was if he or she were they kings and queens during a time of peace or during a time of war. Mm Because if they were kings or queens or ruling during times of war, mm. always in shape. Never knew when they had to go to battle. Always on the go. Eating while they moving. But during times of peace. <laughs> Eat up. Okay. And let's be married. Beautiful. That's where I get it from, y'all. Mm. So if you ever see me sitting down and y'all see me mm-hmm. reclining, please don't think he don't. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. strategic. Yeah. Who would think about that? 
Yeah. Evidently, if you were a teacher, you should know how teachers, how they conduct themselves mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. You got to know some history. Mm-hmm. And that's the and that's why I do what I do, y'all. Okay. And that's why I recline. That's why I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I don't care who do it. You just got to know why I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I respect those that do. And I'm not saying that good teachers aren't chiseled. Right, right. I am saying when you hear those wise men of old, and just look at the images. Yeah. Movies. Mm-hmm. Always. You have a little belly. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder what is it about, I guess, people that make, like you said, the uh, the person that said, you know, you were slouched a little bit, uh-huh. and this person over here was not, mm-hmm. or um, like when people say, well, you know, I like the person, I like what you, I like you as a whole, but I didn't like the color that you wore. Or yeah. It just, I don't like the way you fixed your hair that day or whatever it is. Like, what is it about us that kind of want to, I guess, cre- make people fit our standard of good or our standard of acceptable or our standard of, you know, like in line? With I guess we got to, I guess you got to answer that because you got to respect those who say something. Yeah. And, but then you got to know why you do what you're doing. Yeah, and, and why you're on. requesting that you're of requesting that person. That. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, why you think that. Yeah. Like, even though you said that you saw the Right, right. The anchor, so I know why. Man. I know why. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, what is it that makes us want to shape people um, into, you know, these other figures of what they feel is a better us? Seeing that you're on both sides of the stage now, you would have to be on both sides of that question. I have. So what about you that makes you see somebody that, you know what I'm saying, that look at somebody and says, I, it was okay, but it would be nice if you would do this. So in order to properly answer that question, mm-hmm. you have to put uh, yourself in that place because you have been in that place. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the other side. You're saying, hey, why yeah. y'all keep doing this? But you got to ask the question, why did you do it? Mm. So let's, 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 let's answer the question from both sides. Okay. Me or you first? You. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Definitely. Okay, so which side do you want? From the audience side or from the leader side? Um, let's take it from the audience side. Okay, so when I was, so when I was, when, even when I am, um, when I am, uh, when I am in the audience and I see something mm-hmm. and someone is doing something and it, and it, and it, and it and pro- and something they're doing where they, I, I'll criticize. Mm-hmm. That would be good if they would have done this. Or I look at him and says that would be good if they would have come from that scripture, mm-hmm. or did it that way, or if they were singing a song, that song would have went perfect going right into that song, or if they would dance a certain way. I'm like, nah, that's, or if they would move with anything you're doing, I am sort of criticized. Now the reason why I criticize people, I still do it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I still do it, so I still pinpoint stuff out and the, mm-hmm. oh, from that point of view. And from that vantage point, from that position, the reason why I do it and I am justified in doing it, according to me, because I really don't bother nobody, is because I do it to myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do it to people. I'm like, man, that would have been perfect if it was like this. Mm-hmm. To me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just as my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they would have wore this, or if they would have sung that, mm-hmm. or if they would have preached like this, or they preached too long, mm-hmm. or they were too loud. Or they don't have to scream. It's only about 50 people in here. You know, right. why do you have to scream the entire right. sermon? Mm-hmm. Or they, I wish they would have had a little more enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Man, if they was a little more excited, we oh, they'd have really got them. But, you know, I'd say, if they would have done this right here, it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. But what, who am I to say was perfect? Mm-hmm. It's just to me. Right. So I criticize people, but I also criticize myself. 
Okay. That's the reason why I do it. Okay. I always see something they could have done better because what I see something they could have done better. Listen. But they don't have to. Didn't need to. Uh-huh. But I say that because I see myself in that position. Okay. So what I'm really saying is, when I say they should have done something different, Mm -hmm. what I'm really saying is, if that was me. Okay. That's what I'm really saying. So that person was so good, I kind of embodied that position. Okay. That's why. So if I can sit there an hour, Mm -hmm. 40 minutes, 30 minutes, and enjoy them, and say, man, if I was there, they would do this. So everybody would say to you, you know, I would do this or... She should have did that. Mm-hmm. What they're really saying is, if I were in her shoes, or if I was up there, I would have done it a little bit different. So it's sort of relationship. They can relate. And that's how I see it from the audience standpoint. Okay. Yeah. So if you would put it up in a nutshell, it mm-hmm. would sound like this, if that was me. Okay. That's the phrase. Is that necessary to... So like as a teacher, obviously you're... You're, you're guiding and you're giving instruction. So I think that's, I think that's really important. I do it to strangers. Well, okay. Okay, you did? Wow, <laughs> yeah. okay. I do, it, I do it to people on TV. So you just walk up to people and be like. No, I don't say nothing to them. No, I'm saying people that, I'm talking about like the ones that actually say it. I mean, I think we all oh, have Oh, okay, so the people I say something yeah, to. Yeah, like oh, we wait a all minute. have embodiments where, I mean, not embodiments, oh, but. Oh, you're talking when I say yes, something. Oh, I think let's stop. All have, okay. That's different. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, no, that's we different. We all have those moments where there are things that people could have done differently yeah. from our perspective yeah. or how we would have did it. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that pull you to the side or oh, okay, that that's say it like, All right, that's you shouldn't be slouched in okay. your chair like Okay, that. okay, that's different. You now, should now, sit like but, I'm sitting. Okay, let, like I, I do that too now. I do that too. Okay. I do that too. I now, I do that when, um, I do that when someone is, um, when someone, I do that when I see somebody doing something and I feel like, I personally feel like um, they could improve on what they're doing by adding this to what they're doing mm-hmm. or taking something out right. of their performance. Okay. So that's where I'm at with that one. Say, hey, you know what? If you would just um, sing a little bit louder or sing or stop moving the mic all the time. Uh-huh. It's, a lo- it's a whole lot of little things we're doing. I wish we could have an adult conversation. Uh-huh. I mean, a real conversation. I, I just so wish we could. But there are certain things that we do and... Um, I see women do certain things sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, they they shouldn't be doing that. And we, we'll, I, I see it all the time. Okay, just certain things women do on the pulpit. I see it all the time, but I'm not sure if this is. I'm not sure if this is the stage for to even say I feel that. Like it would be. Uh, it would be, but it's. I feel it's like it's not. not right now. Okay. So, but I see it a lot. Okay. And um, it, I don't see men doing it, but I see women doing it a lot. And um, I don't know if I should say it though. Y'all text me if y'all want me to. Y'all, anybody want me to put say it? Go in put a comment in. I, so I won't be standing by myself on this one. Yeah. But I see it all. I see it all the time. Um, and um, I would do say you, first of all, before you finish, but, do you have a lot of those kind of things like that? Like where's though you you question like do I need to say it? Do I not? not a million and one. Okay, that would be a great uh, 
side you know what i mean like the private groups that okay. we talked about with the oh yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah subscriptions yeah. and things like that okay for nice. that group for that for group. the private group that wants okay. to come in and be anyway. good 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 one so what we, what we gonna we'll do today okay if we if, 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 if and, and it has to be a more of a female audience oh okay. so i would like to i like the women to say fliggins hey if you ladies me. where you at i would like the women to say <laughs> if you if you really see it tell me what we do come and on, then man. when y'all go on them and when y'all look at it y'all see a lot of women doing it um and I'll show y'all. Okay. okay we gonna, but again, it's for the mature audience yeah. only. Let's be mindful. Let's be respectful. It's for the mature audience only. Okay, let's keep on going. Okay. Um, so when I pull someone to the side, it's not because something I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So the thing that the guy told me who was slouching, that was good information, by the way. It just, I, I just wasn't, um, I just wasn't comfortable. Somebody says, somebody texted me and says, um, No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A uh, lady just texted me and just said no. Wait a minute. That's only one lady. That's only one lady. Let, Let me text. I got you. a text. <laughs> I got a text saying no. Don't show. Don't do it. Why? Okay. I, 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 can you tell us why? Can you please tell why, us why? why not? You can text me. I, I won't say your name. And you want to be anonymous? We're gonna leave it right there. But tell us why not. Um. <laughs> so let's keep on going. So I don't. So when that person told me to sit up, mm-hmm. I think that was good advice. I okay. didn't. I didn't take it. Bad. I only. I. I was only a little bit um, uh, disturbed because they compared me with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this. Right. I enjoy crossing my legs and teaching. I just enjoy relaxing. Right. Again, but because I have my reasons for doing mm-hmm. it, I kind of sort of play that role. Okay. So I'm. I'm role playing. Right. But I'm the playing. I'm. I embodying the, the art of teaching. Yeah. And it's ancient teaching. Mm-hmm. So we think this new American stuff. Right. Because this thing's been going on, this thing's been going on for a long time. <laughs> and so when you were teaching, you studied, you study, you know what I'm saying, the Buddha, you study um Jesus Christ, you study, you get what I'm saying, yes. Muhammad, you study all these great people and all these great leaders who actually taught. And I'm able to teach, I'm able, I am able to study them without um without leaning towards their uh, their faith. I'm, I'm strong to hold on to what I believe. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I can take so much out of them. Mm-hmm. Lincoln, Lincoln Memorial, he's sitting down. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the seat. Yes. It's, it's it's interesting. Um, uh, uh, God, always sitting uh-huh. down on the throne. Mm-hmm. You, everybody who I, I want everybody to understand yeah. what the chair is about. By yeah. the way, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So God is the wisdom, Father, teacher. Always on. Never you never read with God walking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the image you get of God, <laughs> you get God doing what? Sitting on the throne. Yeah. Um I saw what's his name? The, the Stephen, the deacon Stephen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I saw I saw Jesus sitting on the right hand. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So the yeah. seat, why they sitting? Why they sitting? Mm-hmm. So teacher sit. Yeah. Okay, so we Prove got back it. there. Uh, Prove it. It. We ain't got to go back there no more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he said that, that when the guy said that I was only upset because he compared me with somebody else. If he never compared me with someone else saying I like him more than him or I like this more than that when it was in go like sit up. You know what I'm saying? I tell people, say, hey, sit up. Do this. You know what I'm saying? No slouch. I, mm-hmm. I do that too. Right. But don't compare me to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what got me upset, the comparison. When I critique, I won't call it criticizing, but that's called a critique when I come to you. Yeah. It's because I want to see the best out you and I'm not comparing you right. to somebody else. Exactly. So I never say to you, hey, be more like Tasha Cobbs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do a run like this. Yeah. Do, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. Hey, hey, tr- start doing this because you was moving and I noticed Watch this. Why are you moving back and forward? You when you first start you when you first started. Remember, you start returning your back to the camera all the time. I says, Tia, stop turning. And it wasn't it wasn't a thing. You weren't scared of nobody. It was just I got to get used to the stage, mm-hmm. and I got to get used to being in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. So you can't keep turning around. Yeah. 
those type of things. Mm-hmm. So, Ted, stop and turning. Close my eyes. You used to close my Don't eyes close your time. eyes. Look at us. Yeah. You can't just worship with your eyes closed. Look, yeah. You're scared of us? No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you close your eyes and worship uh-huh. during your time. Yes. During, during this, we got to have that eye-to-eye yeah. contact. Tia, keep your eyes open. Yes. So it was things like that. So, yes, I will critique the people that I really want to see the best out of. Yes, I want to see you at your best. So, yes. But you need to take my critiques. You want to know why? Why? I don't do it all the time. Amen. I'll take it. <laughs> I do not do it. I don't mess with nobody. No. So, yeah. So I, do, I don't do it all. I don't, I don't mess with nobody. So when I give it, it's like, it's on. It's like, hey, yeah. A, B, and C. Yeah. 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 I think I'm, I'm talking. See, I don't, I wasn't there at that for that, what you're saying. I'm just, I'm talking about those people that I think the, the critiques are, are great. They are. They really are. Um, everybody can't take a critique. I understand that too. But I'm, I'm talking more about like people that want to shape you into, I guess, who they are per se. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about like the, the, the 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 critiques there yeah that's great but I'm talking about p- people who specifically ask you to mold or like transform it to something that they are because they think that that's better that's a better yeah that's something place different to be. That's yeah that's not, what yeah, I'm that's yeah, what I'm I, talking I want about you like, yeah I don't know, I don't, people that I don't, I don't that. know I don't know that one so yeah. but you got the reason why I do it yeah on the other side now that's the reason why I do it from this side I gave you as as and I gave you uh, both sides being critical. Of a stranger and critiquing, critiquing rather, those who are a part of my circle. Mm-hmm. Those okay, it's both, okay. I, and I do both. Right, and um, and I'm gonna keep on doing. Them. Okay, all right, yeah. okay, good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop because I don't we, think uh, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Why would you stop? Let's have some fun with it. All right, and uh, and if anybody else on, this, if anybody else in this ministry, and you get on the stage, or anybody else come to my church, and you get on the stage, you do something or say something, anything else like that. Please don't look at me and like, oh, he's saying something about me. Well, he's thinking something about me. And, and don't get off the stage saying, what do you think? You know what I'm saying? Okay. If, you upsta- if you're up on the stage and you're thinking about what someone else is thinking, you're in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah. You're in a little trouble. You're in, in trouble. There. Yeah. So, hey, you need to be your best self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let God be God and let God work through you. And it really doesn't matter what someone else thinks. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and be yourself. And I am enjoying. All right? Mm-hmm. Good. We got it out the way. From the other side, mm-hmm. uh, why do I think people do it? Mm-hmm. Now, why do people come to me? Because do people do come to me and say you shouldn't say you shouldn't say that? Mm-hmm. Or like, like today, somebody just somebody texted me right now and saying, "Be careful and tread lightly as to what you saying what you're saying about women because A, B, and C. I'm not gonna say what they said, but uh, but again, so I can receive it because you're coming to me for a reason. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're coming to me and you're giving me something that's going to help my my life, my ministry. And if I'm out there by myself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, and I, oh man, it, 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 it could create something that I wasn't trying to create, but something that I notice and take note of. And so, yeah, so that's it. Uh, but they said go ahead and do it, though. <laughs> but they did. Yeah, so thank you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I say it all the time. Um, why do people, why do I think people do me like that from the stage? You know what I'm saying? From the stage. Um, certain people want me to be better. I, I do agree with that. And certain people, you do so well, they got to find something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that too. Yeah. I noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. You are so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have put together a complete performance, mm-hmm. ministry, expression, act, whatever it is, that I got to find something wrong. 
something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sermon was good, but you didn't close it right. Mm. Wow. And so people don't know. And but but here is what the wise should do. Everybody who everybody who who always say about my closings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a minister that don't close on the high note. Uh-huh. So most churches you go to, and most of my contemporaries, I am not talking against anybody. We always close on a high note. You yeah. know, we start hooping. Yeah. So we, we build, we give an introduction, we got a body, and then we bring this thing home. But our bring home is go higher. It's right. to go to heaven. Right, right. That's not my bring home. Uh-huh. Because I'm a storyteller. Uh-huh. And movies tell out. Yeah. So every time I close my sermons, it's always, it starts grand, mm-hmm. and it ends small. Mm. So there's a tale to the dragon. Mm. In the movies, uh-huh. there's always an ending, and the ending is on a story. It's always small. Mm. Always the light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the end of a movie. So there are some movies that end in a bang, but a lot of movies. There are some movies that end in a bang, but my story, my movies, my always end with. With, with, with melodious music. Mm-hmm. It's always quiet at the end. It's not always somber either. So I'm not I'm trying to make people cry. Right. <laughs> it ain't that. It ain't. Oh God, I messed up. No, I'm not trying to do that. I, I okay. When it's time for the close, I always, I never close with a bang. Mm-hmm. I close like you do a story, and it's coming to an end. It's, it's over. We finished. Mm-hmm. We put all that energy in the beginning. I'm not trying to put no more energy into it. I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. So let's silence the let's silence the noise and bring it down to an end. The the evenings close. The sun sets. Mm-hmm. Its highest point is in uh, noon. So the high point of my sermon is in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. The high point of my sermon is not at the end. Right. Life tails out. Mm-hmm. When we, when we, when people pass away, older age, right? You know what I'm saying? Fade into the black. Uh-huh. That's my style. Yeah. But you don't ask me, so you say, "Guess what? He ain't no good closer." Yeah. You don't close like this, preacher. Closer. Ask me why. Right. Ain't like I couldn't study it. Mm-hmm. No, my job is not to excite you. Yeah. My job is to get you to remember what I said. Amen. So why am I? So now. You have, and I know so many people right now. I know grown-ups who do not know what their pastor said yesterday. Mm. They know the title and the scripture, Mm -hmm. but what point grabbed them? No, I'm talking about grown-ups with children, a family, and a spouse. Mm -hmm. They cannot tell you the sermon. Only thing they can tell you is that we we shouted out and had a good time at the end. I am not coming against that, but you got to know why I do what I do. I, I, I am more... I, I really want to. I really want God's people to get the word of God, and I want it to stick. Yeah. And sometimes we get lost in the noise. Yeah. And that's why I tell out. Interesting. That so anybody want to know why? But you should first ask me why do you do that? Yeah. Go ahead. I don't understand how, um, like, how a question like that could be. I think it. So I think it's fine to ask questions about why why somebody does a certain thing. But I don't understand, like, someone that, I guess knowing that, uh, like, someone is, like, spiritually led, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How they could ever be a standard or a protocol for a certain 
openings, closings, right. and middle sections. I don't, right, I right. don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how there could ever be a, a question about that. It's culture. I don't, but I don't, but I mean, understanding that that it's not a standard. I mean, I guess, I guess it's okay. culture. It's the I mean, culture. It doesn't make that. Just doesn't make any sense. To well, because because you didn't, did you, but you didn't grow up in church even. Not like that. Not to that extent. No. But if you, but to the person that grew up in church, it's, it's like, like it's like it's breaking protocol. It's almost extent. like it's just we don't know. It's the unwritten rule. Okay. It's the unwritten, and it happens from the smallest church with two members yeah. to the Noel Joneses and the T.D. Jakes and all them. It happens mm-hmm. when they end. You want to end it with a hoop, mm-hmm. right? And if it's not, then it's not. If it's not that, some people feel like it wasn't even a good it sermon. It wasn't a good sermon, right? I know them. Oh yeah, I know countless people. Like yeah, that oh, was. Yeah. What happened to the? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we was waiting on the bang at the end. You know what I'm the saying? The bang was in the middle in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. And so and so and so when All you through. so when you know stuff like this, you also can also um you can also you can also stage mm-hmm. and attract who you need for mm-hmm. your ministry. Good. Okay. Doing certain things that I do keep certain people away from this church. Uh, and that's one of them. Okay. Because a lot of them, a lot of them Negroes, ninjas, ninjas Nick, a lot of those people, yeah. I love them though. A lot of them don't give. Okay. Yeah. I dare preacher call me and say they do. People that cut the rug up the most <laughs> are the worst givers. Mm. And, I, and, I, and, 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 and if anybody in my church say I'm lying, I got receipts. Mm. I ain't saying all of them. But those ones that's always cutting, ain't giving. Mm. So I keep those. I keep that crowd, that dancing crowd. I kind of keep them out my church. Yeah, I do, and I love praising God. I mean, yeah. I love, and I invest in music ministry like nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love it. But when it's time to take care of business, right? And I'm not talking about lining my pockets. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the business of ministry. Yeah. Buying property, taking care of the need, mm-hmm. of the, taking care of the needs of people, mm-hmm. paying bills. We do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Hiring full-time staff. Yes. As a small church. Yes. And, and, I'm, and you up there just burning my rug up? That's new carpet. Chopping it up. Chopping it up. That's Shredding. New, oh, man. With, with red bottoms. Red bottoms. And give me $5. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Six. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, can, I can name like six churches. You can go do that. <laughs> I'll send yeah. you over there. In fact, I'll give you Uber so you can go over there and do that. <laughs> I promise you that. Like, Pastor, can you pay for me to go over there? Yes. yes. With time. <laughs> With time you wanted to. Go on over there. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Have a bang. Knock yourself out. That's I'm true. telling you, because it like attract light. Mm-hmm. And I know for seven more of you over there, that pastor ain't got. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the. I am 44 years old. I've been doing this since I was 29. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy for that. Mm. If God has been good to you, time, treasure, and talent mm. has to be given to the kingdom. Respectfully. Respectfully. Mm. Okay. Respectfully. Yeah. So now I see that, I'm like, nah. Don't. It, it looks good. It, it, see, aesthetically, it looks good. It looks good for Facebook. It looks good for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It does look it, clips. It looks good. Yes. It looks really, really good. Man, that, oh my God. But I know, I know what that offering basket look like. Right. 
I know, I know what's going on behind the scene. I know why the pastor got to have second offerings. Mm. Revivals. And I know why he got to have all those things. I know why he got, I know, I know why the pastor got to get up at the end of the sermon and, uh, and uh, sort of manipulate you to give. I know why they got to stroke your feelings. They just can't say, you know what I'm saying? It's time for us to give, y'all. Let's give. God bless you. Thank you. We need this. Let's move on. Right. I know why. So there is an emotional giver. Right. So you got a house full of emotional givers. Mm-hmm. But I want a house of principal givers. Yes. Yes. I want a house full of principal givers mm-hmm. to give because from the principle of giving. Yes. To God be the glory. Yes. So if you want a house full of principal givers, you have to be able, you got to, sometimes the aesthetics of a crowd may not be mm-hmm. where it is. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, yeah, y'all, go on, go on, go on, go on. I, 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 I feel like naming some churches you can go to, but go on over there. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Run over there. Let the Lord use you and then come back and tell me how a good time that you. Yes. Oh, I had such a good time over there. All right. Yeah, can I borrow? <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's okay. hilarious. Tell you, please. That's hilarious. I know what's going on. Mm. I know know what's going on. Mm. I don't buy into any of it. Yeah, clearly. So. That's why on both ends. We, we, went, to, we went somewhere okay, else. But it. that's why on both ends, too. But it's real. That's on, on, on here. You know, I think people tell me something. Certain people just, you know, you better get blah, 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 blah. Certain people just got to find something wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Your turn. I want to. Because well, I, I said I a whole lot. I know, I, know. I forgot the question. Like, yeah, here's the question. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to skip. And I, and I elaborated on mine. We're not timing out anything. Time Why did you do it? Why did I critique? Why did you critique as a stranger or as a friend or as someone you knew? So it's in both. And why do you think people do the same thing to you? Criticize or critique you? Hmm. Got to be honest. Um, so why do I critique? Um, usually, I don't know. I guess I guess I've changed over time, but usually, if it's something that that kind of pops out to me or that I that I see while someone is doing something that I'm watching, like I don't want to just say ministering, but in whatever I guess I'm looking at, there are always little details. Of course, of course, like you said, of things that I might have done a little bit differently. Yeah, but if now it, if it was you, right? if it was me, see, I think same yeah. Way, go, right, go ahead. So go like ahead. there are things that. Yeah, like I, I probably would have said it like this, or like you said, the tone and all of these different things that you can change to make it how you would have said it. But I'm not saying it, right? Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> not saying it. So I've now got to the point where I mean, of course, if someone were were to come to me, well, what did you think? I don't know. I think that timing is very important to you. Nice. Like so, if there is something I need to say, I don't like to say it right when the person comes down or right when they finish. I don't. I think that's it. To me, that's an inappropriate time uh, because it almost smashes or crushes everything that you think that I, I believe is already hard enough sometimes for some people to even mm, get up and mm. do what they are doing, uh-huh. especially in the developmental phase. Okay. It's very hard sometimes to, you're just kind of not sure a little bit, right? Right. So it's like when you do that and then the first thing that you get when you come down or that when you when you when you're you know finished is a uh, wow that was you know that wasn't that wasn't good or you know you get that critique or you should have did it like this it's almost like you can't even really receive it it's very hard to receive it in that in that moment when you're still you know you're still kind of in that place it's just it's just hard so i don't like the norm like say when when if i do critique someone 
I don't do it initially. I give it a little bit of time. Unless I'm like specifically here, say it right now. Right. That's different. But normally I like to kind of let it simmer down a little bit. Got it. Um, but it's not necessarily because when if it is something, it's not something that I want to change because I feel like you should be like me. You know what I mean? Or you should like the I guess the intent behind it is not I want you to change like how you sung that because I want you to sound like me. Mm. Or I want you to because I respect differences. I respect however you sing it or however you minister it or that that's how that's who you are. And so I think that's the difference with me now as far as like critiquing. I'm not maybe in the past I used to be like, oh, I think it could be done like this because it just would be more precise or more okay. sharp or more clean or you know, if you weren't doing this, it might be like this. But it kind of doesn't matter at mm-hmm. this point. It's, I mean, if you get the message across, then I think that it's effective, and okay. it doesn't have to be how I would do it. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. So that's how I look at it on the outside. Okay. Does that make sense? Make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and how do I look at it from? What was that from? Out, out, mm-hmm. Like as far as me looking out. Why do you think we do it here? Or why do I think people do it? Oh, um, I think people do it to me. Um, I think that, I don't know how to really say it. I think that some things that I do might be, um, and this is a lot lot of people, not just me, but I think a lot of things that happen, I'm going to use myself. I think that the things that I do sometimes are a little unconventional or a little untraditional Okay. Or a little, um, I'm not going to say per, per, I'm not going to say protocol because I, I, I think I follow protocol, right? Mm. Okay. So I think it's more or less, just, it's just, it just seems different. Even if it's the same, it could be the exact same way, but maybe the way it's said is just a little different or maybe the facial expression, whatever it is. I just think that for myself, I've, I've, I understand that it just looks a little different. Okay. And I understand that it kind of takes a little bit of time sometime for people right. to kind of let it. Let it sink in a little bit, um, but I don't know. I have to really think more about okay more about that <laughs> okay, okay. from my perspective. All right, and what they what people are really, you know, what that is the, to feel the critique. Okay, got it. I think one more thing. I Go think that there are some. I think there are some people that do see like certain potentials. Right, they see like okay, well, like you said, like if this if you weren't holding the mic like this, then or if you weren't closing your eyes, or it would be easier for us to be able to engage with you if this was and connect with you if this was happening or um turning your back and things like that those things i think are helpful like i said i think that the timing pays a lot makes uh, it a lot means a lot but okay go for it all right no that's cool i ain't gonna say about that okay okay but i will say is for some people you know that's the i think i taught this maybe two weeks ago the great one of the greatest fears one of the two or three greatest fears uh-huh. i think oh, i said standing in front, oh, standing yeah. in front of the crowd yeah. like a uh-huh. biggest fear you know what i'm saying yeah that's feared more than that's feared more than death and flying mm. by the way mm. you know what I'm saying? so the number one fear the number one phobia the number one fear mm-hmm. is the fear of standing in front of the crowd okay mm. interesting right which makes sense uh, yeah it makes sense so um okay Listening to people or properly receiving critiques and listening to criticism because you know what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, I guess the question is, how does it affect you? And I think that's the question. Re- you know what I'm saying? Because I, I remember telling the church, I remember telling y'all years ago, I don't even remember what you said years ago, I told them, 
that if y'all stand up here and stick your chin out there, you're going to get hit. Mm-hmm. I remember telling everybody that. I mean, they, they were looking at me like, I ain't going up there. Hey, no, if you're going to open up your here. mouth and say something, <laughs> you look for somebody to say something in return, they, if, whether they agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. I remember when Barack Obama said, a lot of people are not going to agree with what I'm doing. And then he turned around and said this, because we are in America, I'm going to defend their right to disagree. Mm. You hear what he just said? He said, because we are in America, mm. he said, I, he said, people are going to disagree with me. And he said, and I am going to defend their right to openly disagree with me. So yet, and that's why he really didn't kick people out of his cam- his campaigns mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He, mm-hmm. he he would you would often see him. It's it's all over um YouTube, you know, and see how Barack Obama dealt with hecklers. Okay, just watch it. And he's like, hey hey, let him talk. Don't throw him out. We after the sh- after this is over, me and you can talk on the side. Right, something like that. Leave him alone. He's an American too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the guy get up there. You a racist. You a this. You a yeah. that. You know they interrupted one of his speeches when he was um addressing america wow you know what i'm saying they uh-huh. said you're a liar he turned around and said no 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 let me tell you what it's about yeah and he could have been lying you know you know right, the politics, right. you know what i'm saying but just that open disrespect mm. barack obama said i will defend your right mm. to openly disagree with me wow this is what he said this is what i got and this is how i learned it by the way okay watching him okay you know what Watching Barack Obama because I actually started my church when he became president. Wow! So it was during that time when Barack came president and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was actually starting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was one of the very few that started the church in the middle of a recession. Mm-hmm. So when COVID and stuff they hit, it didn't scare me. Right, right. You already <laughs> been through. <laughs> I we I opened up a church in the middle of a recession. In the middle of a recession, we started church. So, oh man, drama didn't drama don't no no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, uh, let me let me finish what I'm about to say. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So now, when he said that, it led me to allow people to feel the way they feel and say what they say, mm-hmm. but be strong enough to know that it. Be strong enough to, well, have enough strength. Have enough strength. Mm-hmm. Have enough. Have enough strength to. Not allow those things to penetrate. Yeah, that's the thing. And so the, the 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 power, and that's what I'm trying. The power is not in stopping the people from talking. Mm-hmm. The power is having enough strength to not allow those things to penetrate your spirit. Amen. So now, that, and that's what I'm getting to with Jesus. Amen. Because when Jesus went to sleep on the boat, mm-hmm. after he spoke, everybody don't understand this. But you have to read the story in uh, in in both gospels. I think it's in a, it's in two gospels, by the way. I don't know which two gospels because I'm not and my book ain't open. But it's in two gospels, and you have to read these stories in both gospels, by the way, and put and put them together. But it's in two of the gospels. Mm-hmm. Jesus Jesus spoke, and when he spoke, this was the words after he was finished. Mm-hmm. Who do he think he is? Mm-hmm. Is this not Mary's son? And this is one of the very few times they called him Joseph's son. Mm-hmm. All in scripture, he is always called the son of God or is called the son of man. It is rare in scripture, he's called the son of Joseph. Mm. So they say, is this not Joseph's son? Mm-hmm. And this Joseph's boy. Yeah. And they did not 
and they didn't, and they and they did not refer to Joseph during that time as Joseph being deceased. Right, right, right. So that's the and that's the and that's the normal talk mm-hmm. as to why uh, Joseph wasn't in the uh, crucifixion story. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But there are a whole lot of people names weren't in the crucifixion story either. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you see the disciples, but their names not David. But they say, well, since Joseph, but <clears throat> if Joseph was there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. What would they say to him? What would he? What would they? What What would be it? You know what I'm saying? And people say Joseph wasn't there because Jesus told, you know, John, you know, take your mom and you take it, and your mom mm-hmm. take your son. So, I kind of get it. I understand it, but this is one of the very few times in Scripture Jesus is. He is. He is. He is called. Joseph's son. This Joe's boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do he think he is? Mm-hmm. One of the greatest sermons ever preached, and that is the sermon about the seeds and the sowing and the, mm-hmm. the sermon of the kingdom. It ended like this. Who do he think he is? Mm. That's how that that was. That was it. That, <laughs> that was it. The Bible says right after that, you have to read both stories, everybody. Jesus got on the boat and went to sleep. <laughs> Case dismissed. <laughs> Can't let it penetrate. Uh, that's good. He never responded to what they said about him. Mm. The sermon did not end with Jesus saying amen. Where the, the scripture didn't end, not the sermon. The scripture did not end with Jesus saying amen. That scripture did not end in the words in black, in the words in red, King James Version. It ended with the response of certain people. Mm-hmm. And there was a group amongst them said, who do you think he is? This is not Joseph's son. It's not this. Mm-hmm. It's the carpenter's son. It's Mary's son. Don't, do we not know who he is? Right. Like, who is he to tell us what the kingdom is? Mm. After that, next, the next line, mm. he got on the boat. <laughs> and went to sleep. And went to sleep. So to everybody who getting criticized <laughs> by people, I'm gonna help y'all. That's good. I'm gonna help you. You know. That's good. You know, I ain't gonna hoop wow. this one. I ain't got no voice doing anyway. Not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> but go to sleep. Wow. Don't let it penetrate. He went to. He went That's to good. sleep. Yeah. If you ever want to know why Jesus went about, he was tired from a long day of preaching. This is in the scripture. Mm. He was done. Went to sleep. Didn't respond to them at all. So to those of you who are ministering, performing, acting, expressing, giving, and you got more, you got those, because critics are always loud. Mm. Mm -hmm. Critics are always loud. They loud. I don't know why they're so loud. Sometimes they are louder than the applause. Yeah, they are. And you can have the applause by a million. Yes. But that one critic. How dare they? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus went to sleep mm. So to everybody Y'all gotta learn from Jesus Yes Not just from his words But his actions That's good Go to sleep Go to sleep Go to sleep And I guess the question is Whose Whose voice Is Is louder Whose voice is louder Like When God speaks in our spirit when he places our our purpose and all of those different things and we know like what he told us to do like why why is his voice not 
paramount. Like, why why do we allow it to affect us, I guess, in that way? Like, I remember um, when I first, I, early in when I first came to this church, I remember you, had, like, um, spoke over me and, uh, like, prophesied that um, to trust where God places you, put, put, put you, you in, in. put mm-hmm. you in. And, of course, I didn't understand it because I, as I was transitioning into, like, ministry and everything, I just, I again, I just thought that it was, you know, like, I'm here. Like, let's do it. Like, it's, you know, it's just, we're going to do it, and that's just it. But it's like all of the critiques and all of the different things, you know, it it was definitely penetrating me. I didn't know how to <laughs> unpenetrate that. Is that a word, I unpenetrate? Penetra- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't we know what today. <laughs> I wasn't used to that. Like, what is this? Is this church? Like, I didn't know what this was. But um, it's like why, it's just like that those voices are, they are so much louder than right. and it. I, it's just knowing that. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Don't, don't, don't. Because it's never going to end. It's never going to end. It's not going to stop. It's never going anywhere. Yeah. That's part of the. And I think I thought I was going to stop it. Uh, really? Yeah, I think I thought I was going to be able to cease it. Like, wait a minute. No. Wow. You know, I just thought that, you know, if this, 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 and this, okay, now what? Uh, oh. But what they find something else. That's right. <laughs> so, that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's, that's. Excellent. Again, excellent. you are right. Uh, let's go back to Barack Obama. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. Barack Obama did something that people did not like, and they killed him over. Mm. You ready for this? Mm. Wearing a tan suit. Okay. I don't recall. Oh, man, y'all got to go this to YouTube, everybody. This conversation is going to, y'all, y'all can learn so much from the people that are around you. Wow. He wore a tan suit to the press conference. Oh, uh, okay. He wore a tan suit. Oh. And, man, CNN, Fox, MSNBC had a field day. He wore a tan. No president have ever worn a tan suit. Tan, because they were saying that's why the presidents wear black suits. Black, yeah. Because black, black symbolizes or dark blue. Yeah, navy blue. Or, you, or navy blue. Uh, yeah. you, you'll never see um, a burgundy. Yeah. You never see no things. You know, yeah, uh, you never see a plaid blazer. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never no. see always no colors, dark colors no, yeah. because it, it's it, it it's a mark of um, stability, honor, strength, honor, all those things. Your sincerity. That's what it's a mark of. So that's why they wear the black suits, y'all. They, you'll never see Congress wearing another color suit. Just the black, dark black or those dark blues or those navy blue suits. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so Barack Obama decided to wear a tan yeah, suit. Wow. And they had a field day. Y'all go look at it. Everybody go we'll YouTube to check it. it out. Barack Obama with the tan suit. They had a field. <laughs> he ain't serious. He don't take the presidency serious. He ain't this. He ain't that. He is making mockery of them. If you don't understand that, watch what happens. Ask Barack Obama why. Why did he wear a tan suit? Why did he wear a tan suit, right? And the reason I need... I, I <laughs> the way you yeah, hear is just yeah. amazing. I heard nothing. <laughs> why did Barack Obama wear a tan suit? Right. The reason why Barack wore... You need some over here? Let me know. I, 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 I've got I've got Mike Thomas. Big shout out to him, our producer, yeah. our Minister Music, just walked in the door on us. So why did Barack Obama wear a tan suit? Mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan did it. Okay. And Ronald Reagan was one of his. He really uh, okay. mimicked his a lot of what he did from Ronald Reagan. People he don't know that. For that? He, Ronald Reagan didn't hardly get much slack at all. Mm. Interesting. Ronald really Reagan interesting. didn't get much slack at all. Mm. Let me know. You got you because it's fine. 
It's fine. We good. We got it's everything fine. we need. So it's if you're fine. ready to come get it, you need to come get it. Everything's fine. Yep. So come on. Come on. Come, well, come you're going to be in the camera, but it's okay. It we doesn't good. matter. Yeah, come take whatever you got to take, bro. <laughs> so we good. We locked in. So you get what I'm saying? Interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So any of these cords up here, we got, I got, I got one right here. So just take it off. And, yeah, just, I'm going to be serious. We good, man. <laughs> We good, we good, we good. Our guy, our guy. We are live. We alive, man. This is really live. <laughs> so whatever you need, man, just go in and yeah, grab take it, it. Take it. Take it. Make it happen, Doc. So you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and so. Um, he wore the tan suit. He wore the tan suit, but Ronald Reagan wore the tan suit. Right. And Barack Obama would often call um, some of um, Barack Obama would often call some of his fellas um, Reagan Democrats. Mm. So a lot of, uh, so he was influenced by a lot of what Ronald Reagan did. Mm-hmm. And you get what I'm saying? So that's why he did it. But again, ask why. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know know what kind of press Ronald Reagan got, Mm -hmm. but that's why Barack did it. Mm -hmm. Because Ronald Reagan did it. Right. Ask why. Mm. Interesting. And that's, that's pretty much how... It, People do. It still is. It's yeah. still just like that. Anything you change or attempt to, the, you know, the, it's there's no, there's no, there's not supposed to be any. I have a caveat to that. change. I have a caveat to that. Okay. Because people are so traditional and we are all creatures of habit. Uh-huh. I believe it's the job of the speaker. Let's call him the speaker. Okay. It's the job of the speaker, the performer, the mm-hmm. minister. Mm-hmm. It's their job to tell people, I, you may be, this may shape you. This may not be the same. Okay. To get um, that. Yes. This is going to be a little different. Yeah. This ain't something you used to. Uh-huh. One of the things I give credit uh, to Kirk Franklin for. Okay. When he came out with Stomp. Yeah. I mean, the introduction would hit you. But we weren't used to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to buy and buy when the morning yeah. comes. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that, that, that Carlton that. Pearson, that yeah. Carlton Pearson, good old-fashioned <laughs> church. Shout out to Carlton Pearson. God yeah, bless his soul and rest of yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Watch this. Um, it, it, So we were used to that. That's what we used to. Mm-hmm. That right there. That, that, For that. those of you who think gospel music, that one. See? Have gone too far. <laughs> he, he, he was introducing, like, listen, y'all. I know y'all think this thing is out of line. Yeah. But let me tell you, I know both sides. Mm. So let me tell you, this is going to be a little radical. Yeah. So I believe it's mm. the obligation of the speaker or the minister to say, hey, I know how it used okay. to be. So this is going to be a little different, so buckle up. Okay. Okay. And if you do it like that, people are like, oh. Okay. It's not as shocking. And you respect me. Okay. Yeah. You respect what I've been in. Like yeah. what, I, what I've known all my, my knowledge. And my you're telling me uh-huh. that this is a little different. So you even recognize. Right. And you're giving me a choice kind of too. Come on. If you don't, if you don't like it, that's fine. So that's what I different. do. So when I preach, I often say. I have to you know, take note. Yeah. Right. When I preach, sometimes when I you say do. this is going to be a little different. You do. I tell everybody. You do. Buckle up. It's going to be a little different. I know you haven't heard this before. Yeah. It's going to be like this. So I, I often give that caveat. And it does settle people a little bit. That, yeah. that really does let them know, like, <laughs> like oh, okay. Like, right. mama, right. I know what you used to, Pops. Yeah. And mama, I know what you used to hearing. Right. All right. I'm not saying we move ourselves from right. that. Or you have to agree with it. Or you have you to agree with it. You don't have to. That's right. That's right. right. That's yeah, right. Man. But consider what you don't understand. Yes, consider it. So now I'm like, That's okay, we're not removing ourselves from what good. our parents taught us, but we're going to build upon it. And I do my job. Sometimes I take 15 minutes in my sermon mm-hmm. just to let people yes, know I am going to preach in a different way. Yes. I take 15 minutes to build the case. To build the case. Build the to case. let you know what I'm about to teach yeah. may be a little unorthodox. Interesting. It's good. It's 
making me think about a lot of things. Okay, go And ahead. so now I got 15 more minutes to preach or mm. 20 minutes to preach. I don't even finish my sermon. Mm. Because I've spent so much of my time, I, because I respect the mm. people that I'm ministering Very considerate. to. considerate. Just considerate. And so now that's why I do what I do, y'all. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Like, thanks. The folk okay. and the folk that are untraditional says, man, we ain't got time for all that getting to it. Because they already know. Oh, you yeah, know they're yeah, looking yeah. for something new. Yeah, yeah. You know, accelerating. Know. You know, know what I'm saying? They're looking for something it. cutting edge. <laughs> yeah, no. Is everybody else like, hey, Flick, you're going too far. Right. Like, I know. So let, me, let me tell you. Right. Let, let, let me. I feel like it's my job. So to everyone who's a little mm. bit different and untraditional, it is your obligation. You are obligated to tell the people that are listening to you if you're an actor or a musician spending their money to hear you, uh-huh. if you are a if you are a minister or a pastor, a bishop, spiritual leader, mm-hmm. they are you. You are and so. I had to ask myself the question, and I, I I'm moving, but I'm make sure I stay where I'm at. Yeah, too. Can I have a question when you okay? Finish? I had to ask myself like, what am I doing right as a minister? Mm-hmm. What am I primary? What am I primary? What am I Anthony Flickers where I am today? What am I primary? Um, my primary objective. Mm-hmm. As a minister, as it, as it, when it pertains to people, right. and every minister should be able to answer these questions. Like, what are you doing as a minister? Mm-hmm. And you should not have a um, and uh, you, you should you you should um, build yourself out of the normal nomenclatures of you don't just want to see people saved and sanctified. You know, you yeah. should, you, should, you should get yourself together here and, and really say what you're doing. Right. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. somebody ask you these questions. So mm-hmm. what am I doing as a minister? minister? Like, what do I do? Right? What am I? What are my primary, primary objective as a pastor? Mm-hmm. Is number one is to um is to teach people the word of God, so that it will enable them to properly maintenance the soul. Okay. I'm giving proper maintenance to the soul. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two. I am encouraging public social service. Those are the two things I do. Okay. Now, there's a whole lot of little things in the middle of that. But I am teaching us, I am teaching you, I am teaching people, teaching the church, soul maintenance. Mm -hmm. And that's not what I'm teaching. That's what my teaching does. Mm -hmm. It's helping you to maintain the soul. Yes. Souls belong to God. You got it. Yes. But in a in a in a in a in a rough world. Yes. In a rough world, there must be some maintenance. So you have to maintain your spiritual yes. walk with God. Yes. So the maintenance of the soul, mm. and then I encourage public or social service. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Love your neighbor the way you love yourself. Hungry, you didn't feed me. Get out there and do something, y'all. Don't just sit around and wait for him to come back. Yeah. Let's let's make this world a better place. That's Anthony yeah. Fliggins. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, Michael Jackson, I'm looking for the I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Yeah. Maintenance the soul. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And on the other side, we are the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my preaching. That's good. That's it right there. Yeah. So if you want to know my preaching, put those two songs <laughs> together, and that's that's, that's and what that's I'm it. preaching. That's what it is. That's yes. what I'm, I'm helping you to maintain yourself. Do mm. God's word. Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, start serving others. Yes. When you start serving others, you serve God. Amen. Beautiful. That's what I do. Excellent. Excellent. So back to where I was. Okay. <laughs> back to where I was. And um and so that's what I do mm. as a leader. And leaders should know what primary to objective. their primary objective, what mm-hmm. they should be doing. And 
and how they move about and uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should really be able to articulate that. Mm-hmm. So coming from here, when you're on the stage and you're ministering, it is your obligation to tell people when you are giving something untraditional. Yeah. Because you are in the process of helping them to maintain their spiritual walk. So if there is spiritual maintenance, yes, and I'm used to this kind of oil in my car, let's just use the vehicle, okay? Okay, I'm not comparing you to a car, but I'm saying if I am maintaining, my, if, if, if I'm always moving, my car needs maintenance. Yes. If I'm used to a certain kind of oil, cool. But when you introduce a new oil and says, "Listen, you're over hundred thousand miles. Mm. This oil, synthetic, would be better for this." If you're going to maintain and keep up, blah, 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 blah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I know my ministry. Yeah. And so when somebody tells you hmm. or gives you or offers you something different, it is the job of the leader to say this is going to be a little different because you have placed something as sincere as your spirit hmm. in my care. Belongs to God, but he uses people. Yes, he does. That's why. So what, I guess, what, um, what, ex- uh, that's good. That's, that's really good. So how, what examples would you use for someone? So that was for, like I say that that was for like, if you're giving a word or if you're speaking in front of someone and what you're saying is a little bit unconditional, I'm uh, not unconditional, uh, untraditional. Un- and unconventional. And unconventional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to shock, it's going to shock you like with the Kirk Franklin situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So how would so Kirk did that right? You, I how do you I do, do it? You do that, <laughs> <laughs> and that's excellent. So like, but for the worship leader or um, for, um, I mean, podcast of course, podcast you yeah, can kind of. Um, but when you kind of don't have that, I guess, not necessarily platform, right. but that you know that's kind of it's kind of hard. Like before praise and worship is, to be like, hey is, everybody, it is, it is. This might be a little like, wait, how do you? Okay, now because happen? you're not worshiping by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so praise worship to have a team. Yeah. So now the team has to be on board with that. Okay. And so it's better when the team can do that. Okay. Because now the sound is match is matching the message okay. and the messenger. Okay. And everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. So when there's one person saying it, that's easy. Yeah. But when you come to the team, hey, I got I'm I, I'm hearing something different, y'all, in my mm-hmm. spirit. Y'all tell me what this sound like. Uh-huh. But that has to be conveyed over and over and over again. And the reason why. Again, because now your team has become your audience. Okay. And so the team basically is is the one accord being on one accord oh my with God. the team. Oh, my God. So that then that verbal verbalization, of, I don't know verbalization. Yeah, uh-huh. The verbalization of uh, giving that yes. disclosure that, right. that is not necessary at that point in that particular It's necessary situation. in rehearsals. Okay. It's necessary when we talk. It's necessary doing text. It's necessary when you. But not to the not mm-mm, to your. Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Because all y'all do it together. Because it's their job to translate that into sound. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So now it sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like that. Or mm-hmm. we used to sing it like this. But can we put this run in right here? Or can we do this like that? I want to. Okay, that's perfect. But I would like to introduce this. So I'm always introducing something new, and I'm introducing it in in um in pieces. Okay. I'm not just trying to shock everybody. Hey, y'all, we're going to do this. Like, no. I, I'm hearing something in the spirit. What do y'all think? Mm-hmm. Respectfully, here we go again. I heard something different. I would like us to pray about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's respect. 
what do you think of? What do you think about? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is you're going to find out that a lot of them think the way you think. Mm. But you never opened up your mouth. Right. Yeah. So you never, so now to the brazen worship leader mm-hmm. who feel like hey, I got an out of a box approach mm-hmm. and I'm not used to this in my church and the church is traditional, but you're not, if you're not by yourself now, um, come to the leader. And you have to constantly put those seeds out there, those nuggets. And I'm not trying to change the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to add pieces, you know, and then you have to be able to say, to answer the question, why? Do you think things need to change? Mm-hmm. You have to answer that. Right. And could ask me and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. So that has to be answered. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it can't be like, well, I just feel like, I feel like, no, I, I just think it'll work. Let's just try it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not leading. Right. No, let's, let's, no, no, no we're not trying anything. Right, right, right. No, we're, uh, no, we're mm-hmm. not doing that. This is where we're going. Okay. This is what this hour demands. Mm-hmm. This is what this, this is what you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. Scripture to back it up. Word to back it up. You cause you've you cause now you have embodied that. Okay. You have embodied that. And others around you will help perfect it. Okay. But oh man, you mean you do you know how many you you know how many evenings I had to preach to Deshaun before we got together. Mm. Deshaun is a She is A traditional Holiness mm. Girl not Baptist <laughs> She's not Presbyterian She's holiness Holiness, holiness. Yes uh, Holiness yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. If you live right Heaven belongs to you <laughs> Oh Heaven belongs to Holiness Holiness I come along and said Hey Day." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, God wants us to live holy, but uh, holiness, and that's what helped me. To, and this will help me to teach y'all. Okay, holiness is not a endowment; mm-hmm. it's a development. Mm. I had to. That was that wasn't a one liner. Mm. This is six months of teaching Deshaun. Mm. Now Deshaun still she, but she understands what I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. She's my biggest critic. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. I want to make sure, you know. Yeah. So, like, what are you, what are you teaching the people? Mm-hmm. And I said, holiness is not an endowment. The Holy Ghost is. Mm-hmm. Holiness is a development. Mm-hmm. Wow. That right there, that statement, is a statement of truth. Mm-hmm. It's a statement of understanding people. Mm-hmm. It's a statement of understanding that people come from different places. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you heard your mother pray for you. Mm-hmm. But there are people right now in church who have never heard their mother pray for them. Mm-hmm. They've heard they never heard anyone publicly pray in their family unless it was at a funeral. Yes, for sure. And they sitting right next to you, and you want to every every week, every week, yeah. And you don't even like, yeah, you just do this. Like you have turned them into pretenders. Yeah, because they just they now they just showing just to be a part of the part of the culture. Ooh. You've made them pretenders. They can't even be authentic in front of you. They can't even tell you the the proclivities that they have and the desires. And you know what I'm saying? They can't even minister. And they're so scared to talk to you right next to you. Mm -hmm. Because you are going to start judging and blah, blah, blah. That ain't right. And this ain't this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
And so it's 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 the job, it's the obligation of that person to really tell people this is what's going on. Okay. That that one I'm talking months. And Deshaun is not the kind of person, and she's the kind of person that she's not Deshaun is not the because my husband said it. Uh-huh. Oh no. Right. You said okay. I'm still want to search it. Right. Yeah, that's Deshaun. Yeah. No, I'm still going to the Bible flings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, good. You, they scream and jump and shout. <laughs> they said amen. I ain't read that. And I said, they go right here, they in the book of Proverbs. Go over here in this book right here. She said, Oh, it does say that. I remember one of the first things I told Deshaun, I said, Deshaun, when the Bible says lay hands on no man suddenly, he wasn't talking about uh laying hands on the altar. Mm. She Peach. said, no. She said, no, no, no. I said, no, he wasn't talking about that. When the Bible said lay hands on no man suddenly, he was talking about ordaining people for the for a spiritual office. Wow. Thank you for that, because I actually just wrote that. And I was like, really? What does that mean, boy? <laughs> Thank and you. So now we walk in the church. The, we the Bible said lay hands on no man suddenly. So we got to be careful who we lay hands on on the altar, because we pick up those spirits. Jesus. Yeah, you have never read mm-hmm. that. Mm-mm. Ever. Mm. You've seen it on TV. You have never read it. Wow. And so you took a scripture out of context, mm-hmm. applied it to your altar life, let's call it, or your altar work. Mm-hmm. We did altar work back in the day. We worked on the altar back in the day. Okay. You know, we worked on the altar. People was on the altar. And people who felt like they wasn't real spiritual mm-hmm. or real sanctified or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't lay your hands on them. You pick up something, they pick up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we believe that wow. you picked up spirits. Wow. That's what you believe. Wow. You, you, we, we believe that. And some people still do believe that. And, and I'm not coming against people like I'm not coming against people who think like that, by the way. I'm not coming against that type of teaching. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is, then who do you lay your hands on? Right. And when the Bible says that greater works you should do, I guess you're just going to remove yourself from that scripture until you figure out you are holy enough to do it. So you 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 have you have you have you have conditioned mm. your power to help somebody. You've conditioned that to your lifestyle, thinking that if I am holy enough, then I can do it. Mm. The holiest people can oftentimes be the weakest ones. Mm. Wow! Just because you don't do your five little sins, yeah, don't mean you love me. Right. At the end of the day. Jesus healed people because he had compassion. Yes. You have never read scripture mm-hmm. where Jesus healed based on his anointing. Yes. Y'all show it to me. Mm-hmm. Show it to me in the mm-hmm. book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which are the synoptic gospels, and in the book of John. Show me Jesus using his anointing to heal people. Mm-hmm. His anointing. Show me that scripture, y'all. Yes, he had the power to heal. I am not taking that away. Mm-hmm. I ask you to show it to me. He had the power to deliver. Yes, he did. But when you read the Bible, when Jesus started doing his healings, generally, it was about his compassion. Mm. Yes, for sure. Mm. Rarely did it mention his anointing. Mm. And the word Christ means anointed. Mm. <laughs> I don't care. I, don't, I, Anthony Fliggins, don't care how anointed you are. I have one question. Do you love me? Mm. I don't care about that. I don't care about all that, all that power you got. The Bible speaks of this. I am in Bible country. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter number 13. Mm. Is that right? 
That when I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love, it don't mean a doggone thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Anthony Flickens' version. <laughs> King James said it prosper you nothing. <laughs> Anthony Flickens, the King, the King Reader version says, it don't mean a doggone thing. Mm. Is that what it says? First Corinthians 13. 13. And you say verse 1? Verse 1 through 3, I believe. See what it's saying. I know. I, I know. speak of the tongues. Yep. Yeah, though I speak of the tongues of men and angels. Help me out. And have not charity, which is love. Yep. It prospers me. It don't mean a dog won't think. Keep on going. What the next one says? Uh, if I have the gift of it, that one. If I have the gift if of prophecy. The gift of prophecy. If I can prophesy. The gift of prophecy. I keep, keep on going. And can fathom all mysteries. And know and the mysteries knowledge. and knowledge. You can, like the kingdom leader. Like you can teach and all that. You can just, that deep stuff. And if I have the faith. Uh-huh. That can move mountains. Faith to move mountains. That real, you know what I'm saying? That real um word of faith. That word of faith ministry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You believe God and <laughs> yes. you can literally move a mountain. You mm-hmm. can believe God and this thing just happened. And he said, if you ain't got no love. But have not love. Moving that mountain. I am nothing. It's fruitless. Mm. Amen. Keep on going. I, gotta open it up. I ain't getting a whole bunch of amens on this one, y'all. But I'm in Bible country. I'm in Bible country. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I ain't got I, I know this one. And give my body to be burnt. Mm-hmm. That means though I'm in social service and am sacrificial. Mm-hmm. And I don't so yeah, that means that you can be sacrificial without love. You can give to the poor and not have love. You can be spiritual and not have love. Yeah. You can be anointed and not have love. You can know the mysteries of God without love. You can prophesy and all these things we do in church without love. He said it means nothing. nothing. So I ask my church, if you don't love me, keep your hands off me. Yes. Amen. Touch me. Amen. Okay, what God said. Amen. Take it back to him, say God, give it to him in Jesus' Amen. name. But don't give it to me. I don't want it. Mm. So if God give you a word, you ain't got no love for me, give it back to God. And say, God, okay, Lord, you, you told me you're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> I'm praying. You know what I'm saying? That you give him that million that you told me you was going to give. Yeah. And I put it in the atmosphere. God bless him. But don't bring. No, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Because you know why? Because you really don't want me to get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In your heart, you really don't want me to be. You Mm -hmm. you know, you really kind of like, you know, he won't spend all that money on this. He ain't going to do this. He ain't going to do that and (laughs) preach. In in your heart, you still. (laughs) (laughs) Gifts and I'm serious. Gifts and callings are without repentance. Mm. God doesn't change his mind. Mm. So when people come to this altar saying all all these things, I'm looking all I'm asking, is, all I'm looking at is how do you love people? Mm. I don't exactly. measure it based. So now when you're trying to measure your anointing, you're trying to make your anointing synonymous to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's what you're attempting to do. Yeah, pretty much. So the holier, the holier I think I'm living, yeah. the better Christian I am. Mm-hmm. No, you're moral. You are civil, but are you righteous? Mm. And you don't know the difference. Mm. Yeah, don't at all. You don't know the difference. Mm. So now you're trying to measure your ability to serve based upon your life. 
but your life belongs to the Lord. Ready for this? And you're supposed to grow daily. You don't meet a mark when it comes down to your lifestyle. Mm. Those marks you meet, those marks are marks of ministry. Mm. You got a calling, you got a duty, you got an obligation. But the life of a believer, that's daily. Mm. Paul said, I die daily. Yeah. You don't just, you don't like, wow, I'm sanctified. Woo, I'm good. Oh, yeah. sanctification doesn't have a glass ceiling. Mm. You don't just reach the top. Mm-hmm. No, on your on your on your best day, you're still dirty. Yeah, sure. No, 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 no. So now what? Right? Mm-hmm. Now what? Now what? Now what? God, whatever gift you give me, here is my answer: in service of others, I learn more about myself. Mm. That's Anthony Fliggins' teaching. Mm. In the service of others, I learn more about myself. In the love of others, I learn more about myself. In the forgiveness of others, when I begin to forgive others, when I begin to forgive my parents and forgive my dad, when I begin for not being there and forgive those who hurt me and those who wound me. Because it, when, when we're dealing with sanctification, y'all looking at the, the process of it. And you think you're really dealing with the root, but you're not dealing with the root. You're, if it was a spider in a room, you would only be killing the web. You would be not killing the web, but you would only be getting rid of the web, but right. you never find the spider. And sometimes the spider is your unforgiveness. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you look at it like, wow, she's promiscuous. No, lonely. Right. It just act out in promiscuity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got an anger issue. Fear. Mm-hmm. It acts out in anger. Exactly. That pastor right there is stuck up in pious. Okay, that's what it looks like. But really it's low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. She thinks she all that. But when you go home and realize she ain't got no respect at her house, mm-hmm. she come here to let that part of herself right. and to express that part of her life. Mm-hmm. But when you get involved with others, you're going to see yourself. Yes. And that's why I promote service. Mm. I guarantee you God going to show you yourself in others. Mm. And in turn, that makes you say, you know what? I'm, I am kind of stuck up. Yeah. My stuff does stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God is showing you in service. Mm-hmm. So now let's get back to this no laying hand, no, lay hands on no man suddenly. We have been taught old school. That meant, again, don't put your hands on people because you might pick up a spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just say that's what you believe. You still use the wrong scripture. Okay. When Jesus cast out spirit, he cast the spirit out in something. Mm-hmm. Bible says the man with the legion. Mm-hmm. Man towards Jesus. And b- by the way, we are we, this 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 little talk is full circle. Yeah. Because you do know he went to sleep. And after yeah, he woke he got up, the boat, yeah. He got the boat, the, the, the one with the legion things ran to him. Yeah. So what does this mean? This means that um this means that if you read the Bible, properly read the Bible, read it the right way, mm-hmm. people that you was preaching to, mm-hmm. they didn't want you, went to Ooh. sleep. But then here come the legion of demons running to you. Yeah. So there will be a group that disrespect you. But then there'll be somebody that run down and bow and reverence themselves to you. Wow. And the Bible said the man with the legion of demons ran to Jesus and bowed. Yes. Another scripture said he worshipped him. Mm-hmm. He bowed down to Jesus. Exactly who he was. Yeah. Knew who he was. So there was a group that said, who do you think he is? And there's a group. I know his name. I know who he is. <laughs> 
to God be the glory. Mm. And you're going to experience both sides. Woo. So take your butt to sleep. Woo. <laughs> yes. Don't let it penetrate. Don't let it penetrate. <laughs> that is so good. Them demons, them demons knew. Who, now, the people didn't know. But those demons, they knew. People said, who do you think he is? Those demons ran to him. Mm. Read the Bible right. Read the Bible right, ministers. Good, good. Ministers, read your Bible right. Stop, stop preaching. Stop reading to preach, mm-hmm. and read to understand. That's good. That's what it is. Yeah. We read ministers only read to preach, mm. so they only read to get the good parts. Oh, I like that. And then they write down their good part, and that's it. They stop. Wow. Read to understand God's yes. word. The Bible says the knowledge of the holy is understanding. To mm. so God be glory. Mm. All right. Let's keep on. That's another Yikes. one. That's another. Okay. Bless. Yeah. And Jesus cast the demons out into the swine. Uh. So when you speak to somebody with a spirit, mm. you send that spirit somewhere else. Where am I sending the spirit to? Mm-hmm. Back to wherever it came from. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you come from, but you're illegal here. When we start teaching that, then that's heavy. But I, I tend to tell my people, we will not be, I don't want my, I don't want this group of people being religious when it's time to cast out demons. Because you may got to cast one out in the bowling alley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right after I cast you out, I got to still bowl my strike. Exactly. You hear what I just said? For sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's bragging rights here. Mm. So we might got to cast a demon out. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got to, you know, even when I got the little pins, mm-hmm. I'm still going to win. Wouldn't that scripture Before. also... Would it wouldn't it contradict the um like the different ways of like impartation if it said not to lay hands on nobody suddenly? Yeah. 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 Okay. But that's what they use. Okay. When I told Deshaun that, she said, Flickers, it don't mean that. I said, Dave, read it again. <laughs> read it. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Read it. Yeah. Yeah. When the Bible said the bishop had to be the husband of one wife. He wasn't telling women they couldn't be bishops. Women weren't even in the conversation. Say that again. When the Bible says. You heard the horn honk? Yeah, I heard the horn. Then the horn blew on that one, didn't it? We have the horn outside. Since I said the horns blew, I got, I got an amen from the amen. outside. When the Bible says, listen, men, when the Bible says, when the Bible records that a bishop is to be the husband of one wife, he was not saying women could not be bishops. Women during those times were not in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It was not a knock against women. You know what it was about? Mm-hmm. Living a poly lifestyle. Mm. Come on. It never crossed your mind, did it? Come on. He was not talking about adultery. Mm. He was saying bishops could only have one mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. because there was men during those times who were not from Israel or the track of the Jews mm-hmm. that had poly lifestyles mm-hmm. in the Mideastern region, that was normal. Paul said, I don't need y'all being distracted because two women going to distract you. You ain't going to be ready for the service mm-hmm. of being an elder to the people. Because that's all the bishop was, was the elder on duty. Mm-hmm. So you was caught up in your world with taking care because you had to take care of those women because they couldn't work. Yeah. 
So now I didn't. I don't need you pick, taking taking up five offerings because you got to take care of three women. Right, right. That's not going to work here. Mm. And that's what we're talking about, men and women of God. Mm. He was saying the bishop cannot have a poly lifestyle. It was never saying a woman can't be a bishop. Stop me when I'm lying. Mm. A woman wasn't in the conversation of being a spiritual leader during those times. Yeah. Now, you want to use the scripture today with right. your contemporary mind and say, see, you can't be a bishop see. because the Bible says bishop got a husband and one wife. Read it again, Read y'all. It again. But because you perceive it, you only perceive it that way, mm-hmm. it's because it your perception of the word of God when it pertains to things like that is to let you know how Christianity, Islam, and Judaism put women at a certain place. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of us. Christianity did it. I don't want nobody to tell me they didn't. Christianity did it. Islam does it. And Judaism, the Hebrews, they do it as well. Tenth commandment. Don't cover your neighbors. Mm. <laughs> Women was in the conversation with material. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the material conversation. Mm-hmm. This is wow. real talk. Wow. Wow. With the donkey. Yeah. And the house. Yeah. Definitely wasn't part of the other conversation. Wasn't part of the other conversation, Mm-mm. y'all. Mm-mm. And it never said these words. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you ready? Because it gets heavier. It never, this is what you never read. Thou shalt not cover your neighbor's husband. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My microphone won't come on in a minute. And drops the mic. My microphone. The Bible never says you should not cover your neighbor's husband. No. Why? Because it wasn't even for the woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Bible didn't say thou should not cover your neighbor's spouse. Yes. It's specifically mm. in the commandments. Yes. Let you know how they felt about women. women. Yes. The Bible does not say, I don't need a preacher to pick up the phone and call. Preachers will not bother me. They, I tell you, they don't bother. They don't, you got to read it, y'all. The Bible does not say, thou should not cover thy neighbor's spouse. And the Bible said, thou should not cover, or does the Bible, uh, neither does the Bible say, thou should not cover thy neighbor's husband. Mm. It's thou should not cover thy neighbor's wife. Mm-hmm. So who was he talking to? I'm not getting no. I'm not getting Listen. no comments. My comments and the comments and the comments. What's up, y'all? <laughs> all my comments and it's it's it's. Who was he talking? Yeah, we, thank you. It's very clear. So when the Bible says a bishop could only be the husband of one wife, he wasn't discrediting women. Women were not a part of that conversation. He was telling the men right. can't have a poly lifestyle. Which says to the men who had a poly lifestyle, you can't be a part of the bishopric. Wow. He wasn't telling you to get rid of your wife. Yeah. He was giving you the laws yeah. and the rules to be in here. Yes. Why? 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 I, some, we need to talk to some Jewish people and we need to talk to some uh, we need to talk to some Jewish people and we need to have a conversation with we know we got to get on stage Ooh. we got to start inviting to we got to start we got to invite we have to invite a Jewish um, a Jewish priest 
well, we got to get a Jewish person, somebody who like really know the law, okay. from the Hebrew people, you know, not the ones on the street, not the Hebrew Israelites, not them dudes. They don't know what talking okay. about either. Okay. I, I, got, I can, yeah, they don't know what he's talking about. And, and, uh, and, but we got to get a real one here. Okay. And we got to get somebody from Catholicism, a Catholic pope. Okay. Get him in the house. Get somebody. You get, we got to get people sure. in the house okay. who knows where these words came from mm. and knows what these things mean. In fact, every preacher should even have a, um, a, um, a Jewish Bible. Yeah. Every preacher. I told y'all, didn't I? Yes. I, and I, I gave y'all about every minister should have a Jewish Just so you can sort of reference mm-hmm. what King James Version said and what the original version said so you can really get an understanding of what's going on yeah. and, what, and what those changes were about and why they make those changes and why those changes were necessary. Mm-hmm. He was telling bishops, you can't have a poly, you cannot practice polygamy. Mm-hmm. That's what that poly lifestyle polygamy. Yeah. So he wasn't telling, so any man who was coming into, because you got people who were not, again, you got people who were Gentiles mm. that was coming into the fold. They were not subjected to the Jewish law. So I meet you at 30. I'm 35 to meet you. I got three wives. Yeah. yeah Paul said, good. You can't roll. Can't be up here. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, I nah, nah, can't sit here. Can't, can't sit here. Can't sit up here. And the reason why you can't sit up here, because people follow you. Yeah. And that will go against with the Jews mm. and the children of Israel. It will go against. It, it will be a conflict of interest. There it, is. it was order, y'all. And y'all have turned into something else. Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Mm. You just preach to put women down. Mm. You need to be quiet. Yeah. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why y'all talk like that. (laughs) Why do y'all talk like that? We still doing that? And if you're black, you know better. You should. If you're black, I took my glasses off with that one. If you're black, you know better. Mm. The Africans were the first people mm. 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 to produce a female god. Mm. We never had a problem with women. Mm. No. And all of a sudden, we never had a problem. Now we ain't into African studies, and I'm still I'm still right because I know who I'm talking to. Read the laws of Mayat. Mayat is a female goddess. Yes. Why make a female a god? So that you would respect (laughs) the most vulnerable, Mm -hmm. unprotected person in the tribe. In fact, they would tell. He was one of the African stories. I told this. I told this to y'all. I'm gonna tell it to the to this one of the old African stories. Okay. And y'all go. Y'all go and search it out. One of the old African stories was this: um, the, the men of the tribe, and 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 the greatest men of the tribe were always the uncles. By the way, the uncles okay. were the most important part of the tribe. Okay. Okay. The uncles were the most important part of the tribe. It Got was it. always. It was always the brother's brother. Okay. The husband's brother. Okay. The friend's brother. It was all the uncles were always the most important part of the tribe. The uncles served as the judge, jury, and executioners. Mm. 
It was always the uncles. Mm. Everybody got it. Got it. Okay, good. So the uncles would tell the stories. Yes, uncles are always important because if the if the man would go out to hunting or go out in war or something like that and wouldn't come back, mm-hmm. would, he had to have the community. Okay. So the uncles were always important. And you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uncles are important today. My microphone gonna come on. It's on. And mind my brother's keeper. But I'll let mm-hmm. y'all keep that one. Okay. That's where you get the cane and able from. Uncles, but never mind. It's okay. too much. It's, it's a lot. I'm getting okay. too heavy. Got it. That's why the cane and able story was so. It was always the brother. Don't get rid of the one. Don't get rid of your ideal. Mm-hmm. Even if you felt bad, don't be jealous of your brother. It mm-hmm. was the uncle. It was. Okay, let's leave this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. That's that's why that's that's the origin of the story. It have African roots. So if you're an African, you shouldn't be thinking like this. Mm-hmm. AKA putting a woman down. Woman can't do this. You shouldn't be thinking like this. Here's an African story. Africans that they would tell the they would tell their children. This is the story they tell their children. Do not hurt your mother. Don't hurt the woman. You can't hurt her. Don't harm her at night. She was vulnerable. Now we're talking about at night. Now your night, you got night lights. You got street mm-hmm. lights, stuff mm-hmm. like that. We got phones. We're talking about pitch black. Yeah. Mm. We're talking about intense. We're talking about a man having the ability to walk into a woman's tent and completely violate her. Mm-hmm. Leave the tent at night and go back to his tent and no one never know mm-hmm. because there was no light. Right. And if there was no light, who do we say? Right. And that's where you also get the terms. <sighs> Mama's baby, Papa's baby. Mm. That's where it come from, by the way. <laughs> well, no light. Mm. So you go into a tent, violate a woman, rape a woman, mm. make love to a woman, and then you go right back to your tent. Wow. Yeah. How would they know who's who? What's what? Where's where? Okay, let's keep on going. Mm. Here's the story they told to prevent those things because they didn't have um, they didn't have a, uh, a, a penal system, so mm. they used customs. So mm. here was one of the stories. The story is they would tell the children, and babes, two and three years old, get around at the campfire and tell the children, listen, don't hurt the woman. Because she holds the sun in her womb. Mm-hmm. So when the sun go down, he say, God placed the sun in the womb of your mother. And every morning he take it out and put it in the sky. Mm. So if you hurt your mama or if you hurt the woman, the way. sun won't shine. Yeah. No you way. won't have it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good. And if you hurt the woman... We won't have her tomorrow. We won't. That's real. It is real. <laughs> it's no, no, over. That's real. It's over. <laughs> no, that's really real. She brings life. You hurt yeah. the woman. We won't have her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So the African told the story. Mm. Every evening, God takes the sun. We didn't know where the, we didn't know where the sun go. Mm-hmm. So where every evening, God takes the sun and put it inside the womb of your mom. Wow. And then in the morning, he go back and get it. So if you hurt her, the next day the sun won't shine. Wow. And you tell that story for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Thousands of years. Nice. And that's why the black woman could walk around Africa with no clothes on mm-hmm. and not get raped. Yeah. It was part of the custom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got me over here sounding like Dick Gregory. <laughs> oh, man. Part of the custom. <laughs> the custom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's how Dick Gregory be talking. He just say some words. He just say some words, boy. I got me into Dick Gregory. <laughs> 
The ancestors speaking through me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Shock. Speak. <laughs> so that's what it meant. When the back to the Bible, when the Bible says a bishop, husband of one wife, you cannot have a, a polygamy lifestyle. Because all those bishops didn't come from the Jewish track. They did not, uh, they didn't know the commandments. Mm. Neither were they permitted to know them. Mm. Didn't have to keep the law of circumcision. You read Acts chapter number 15, I believe, 15, 14 and 15. You will read then what laws they had to keep. I think like three or four of them they had to maintain. Um, can't, no fornication, um, meat offered to idols, and um, AKA, I'll just get another one, meat offered to idols, fornication. I think the other one was called um, meat that was strangled, AKA roadkill. That's at the end wow. of Acts chapter number 15. Like don't eat roadkill. Um, yeah, road kid. <laughs> yeah, things that die on the road. He said, don't eat that. Don't eat meat off the idols and no fornication. These were the laws given to um, the Gentiles in Acts chapter 15, at the end of Acts 15, I believe. All right, that's that. Okay. Yeah, I think it was those three. It could be four, but yeah, I know it was those three. Circumcision. What else? It's at the end of Acts chapter 15. But it's, it's there. It's there. It's, it's there. definitely it's there. there. It's there. It's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. So that's what that meant. That's what that meant when the Bible says bishops, husband, one wife. A bishop could not have a polygamous lifestyle. It was not saying women couldn't be bishops. Women, and during those days, were not in the conversation. Mm. Got it. That's good. Our contemporary, mi- our contemporary minds, when it comes down to the Bible... It's just we're trying to, it's almost like we're trying to merge both and really not yeah. working. So it feels like it's like there's a gap here. Yes. Like there's something missing. Yes. It's because we're taking our contemporary understanding and putting it back and we're trying to um we're trying to grab understanding of what they were saying with our contemporary minds. Yes. No, you gotta go back to Bible country. Yeah. Stop trying to put you just got a problem with women. It makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just say what it really yeah, is. Pretty much. You just got a problem with women. Pretty Let's much. just say what it really is. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's what it is. Doesn't make sense. Twenty twenty three. Nah, it don't make sense. It don't make sense. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make. How could it even sense? Okay, at all. And now your thing, like what well, the Bible says. The Bible says you you locked right there. Uh, but you know all those scriptures. Yeah. My my only issue when people say the Bible says they want to hold on to certain things, uh-huh. it says. If you got them, okay, so let's deal with this, let's deal with this real quick. We're getting out of here. Okay. Let's deal with the people that says the Bible say. Let's deal with those, let's deal with, let's deal with that group. Okay. Yeah, this big group that always say, but the Bible say, but the Bible say, but the Bible say, right? Mm-hmm. You do know that if you if you have to explain one scripture, you gotta explain all the scriptures. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna use the law of explanation, because you said, well, that scripture gotta be explained. Mm-hmm. So when the Bible says women shouldn't braid their hair. Mm-hmm. But then you got to explain that scripture. Yeah. But then you get to another scripture and just say, well, it just says this. Yeah, I got to explain that one, but not this one. If you got to explain one because it is the Bible and it's the word of God, then all of them should be up for explanation. Mm. Yeah, true. That's my point. Just rev P. 
be consistent. Yes. If one has to be explained, all of them have to be explained. Mm. And if one has to, and if one, and if you say this scripture right here, well, it really didn't mean that, then you got to say that about all the scriptures. Mm. Yes. If that you one scripture, to. you have to, to be consistent. Mm. Yeah. Because it's not your words, it's God's words. Mm -hmm. So you say. <laughs> so if it's God's word, and you find one scripture you got to explain, then all other scriptures are open for interpretation and explanation. Mm -hmm. Every single one. Yes. And if you are hard bent on God said it, that settles it, and I believe it, and that's it, you don't need no explanation, then none of them need the explanation. Exactly. Can't be picking and choosing. You can't you pick want. and be. Uh, that's all I'm asking the preacher. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying you're wrong when you're saying mm -hmm. what the Bible say. I am saying if there are some scriptures you can't explain, mm -hmm. then you got to be able to say, well, then if it's God's word and you believe it's true and God's giving you permission to explain that word, then all of them are open for explanation mm -hmm. and interpretation. Yes. Every single one. Mm. But nah, there's some that you speak, and that's the prayer I make out the preacher. You speak something, oh, God said it, that's it. So I don't know what you're going to do. But when it comes to the other one, yeah, but that guy be explained. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That, be consistent. That's all I'm asking. This right here, what I'm saying is foolproof. Foolproof. Mm. All I'm saying is, if God said one thing, and you say you believe that one thing, and that one thing is over here. You get to the over there and say, well, you know, God said it, but let me explain how what that was. You give me the right to explain the other. Just because you don't feel like changing or giving an explanation to one and you are hard bent on the other, yeah. this does not mean that's the it's just the way you are. Mm -hmm. Which means that there are some things God say to you. It needs to be explained. Mm -hmm. And some things God to say to you that he was strict on, he was right on, and it cannot be changed. Right. It cannot be explained. Okay, good. Now, my next question is, who determined which one of those things right. would be explained? Mm -hmm. Now, who determines that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my next question. Yeah. Okay, let's just say that. Yeah. Let's just say that some things are absolute. Let's just say that. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Clink, clink. <laughs> Throw away the key. <laughs> That's it. Mm -hmm. And then let's go over and say, well, there's some things that need to be explained. Right. My question to you, man or woman of God, is who determines right. which ones should have an explanation and which ones are absolute that are unchangeable or immutable. Right. If one is immutable, all must be immutable. We're, exactly. we're not talking up. We're talking about God's word. Mm -hmm. If one is immutable, all is immutable. Mm -hmm. You don't get a right to explain anything. It is what it is. Yeah, period. But nah, now you want to change it. Now, if you want to change it, <laughs> my next question is, what makes you special? Mm. What school you went to? Mm -hmm. What about what school I went to? Right. What school you didn't go to? Right. What about what school I didn't go to? Well, I say it's right about this. And I say it's right about that. Now, what makes us different? How big your church is? Mm. How old you are? How young you are? Right. Black, white? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Safe, sanctified, field. Mm -hmm. What makes you different? What makes you right? Exactly. Baptized in Jesus' name. Ooh. Baptized Trinitarian, Son, Father, Son. What makes us right, y'all? Uh. What makes you better than me? Yes. What makes me better than you? Mm -hmm. What makes you more important than, and your words more important than my words? And what makes my words more important than yours? Right. Guess who, guess who makes that determination? Mm. 
we do. And that's all I'm trying to say. That's not <laughs> Wow. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm. We we do. So calm down. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that a lot. Wear that out. Calm down. Yeah. Go to sleep. Uh-huh. Because we are making these determinations. Yeah. Mm. We are. You did. I mm. did. What makes you better than me? Mm. Now you got to go to another scripture. God have no respect of persons. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here right. we go again. It's endless. Oh, my. And we keep on going. Yeah. And that's why the church is going in circles and can't get it together. Mm. That's why there was no unity of the faith. Wow. This is it. I'm explaining it to you right now. Wow. Uh, it, you, y'all have to share this with y'all pastors. Yeah. Yes. Share this. What makes somebody right and what makes them wrong? Mm. We do. Us. People. Mm-hmm. We make each other right. We make each other wrong. Yes. We make ourselves right. And in making ourselves right, we make others wrong. Mm-hmm. And what's the problem? What's the issue? What's the issue, right? What's the issue, right? Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Because we feel like if we're on one side of the street, then we can't be on the other. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh-huh. If I'm on this side, then I cannot be on that side. And if I'm saying my side is wrong, then clearly your side, if I'm saying my side is right, then clearly your side must be wrong. It's the either or dynamic. Yeah. You have to choose. You have to choose, right? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to choose. What side are you on? I'm, if I'm saying this is right, I'm saying all others are wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If I'm saying my way is right, I am also saying your way is wrong. So now I can only be on one side, then it must be right. All I'm saying to you is, we are in the flesh. We can only be on one side. But God is on all sides. Mm. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm. So why are you saying, oh, no, we do it this way? God said, yeah, I do it as many ways as I want to do it. Yes. Because mine ain't yours. Yes. That's God. Yes. Now, can God be on both sides? For sure. What? He's on all sides. <laughs> He's the creator of sides. Mm-hmm. You can only be on this side of the street. Mm-hmm. You're a human. We heal. We nature, gravity, yeah. flesh, blood. I can't be on both sides. But when you're talking about God, he can be here and there. Yes. And that's why the Bible seems so contradictory. Because God is showing you even in scriptures. Yes. I'm here and there. Why? Because there are some here and there are some there. Mm. And God says, I am both sides. Both. God is with the rich and the poor. Yes. He's with the peasant and the royal. Yes. This is yeah. why he can be born in a manger and somebody give him gold. Yes. <laughs> how you, how yeah. you born Nowhere He is showing Animals, you I'm on yes. both sides mm. The birth of Jesus Showing us He time. is as rich <laughs> As he is poor Yes Nowhere to lay his head Wrapped in swallowing clothes Laid in the manger In a barn And they bring him gold Yes I'm poor and rich Bruh mm-hmm. Calm y'all little selves down mm. And enjoy me The way you join Enjoy me The way you enjoying me And stop putting me Against myself Yes Exactly. Don't put me against myself. Mm. I can't 
kingdom against itself cannot stand. Because I'm on both sides of this thing. Mm. They brought a homeless little homeless guy, little homeless baby, baby born under the stars. They <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It it's just, you know, when you hear it again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Homeless baby. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bring him frankincense, golden bear. Yes. Under the star. Mm-hmm. Not no castle. Mm-hmm. Let's bring him gold. We found the king. Yes. The king. He's both. Mm. On, the, on, on the cross, mangled. Yes. Body beat up. Uh-huh. Took all his clothes off. And somebody looked at that body that was mangled and said, that got to be the son of God. Yes. Like, that got to be him. Mm. That mangled body, mm. wounded, beat up, naked. Mm-hmm. And somebody looked at him and said, yeah, he the one. Mm-hmm. They ain't say why he's walking on water. Mm. He's walking on water and said, who are you? Right. What are you? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Feeding the 5,000 ain't say nothing. Like, right. wow, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. Mangled, beat up, bruised. Like, yeah, that's that's mm. uh, he the man. Man, imagine somebody. Come on, imagine somebody lose. Imagine somebody lose mm. a game, get blown out, beat up, completely annihilated, and y'all like, yeah, he the winner. Yeah, he's the champion. He the champion. Like, that's the champion. The, mm-hmm. the, the loser is the champion. Yes. Well, he like he lost on the cross, mm-hmm. and somebody said, yeah, that's the champion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Just to show us. Y'all guys, stop, chill, y'all chill, chill, chill. I need that, that's the voice they need to come, come on y'all, and I know know why we do what we do, especially the African-American in America, or the Mm American-African in America. Mm -hmm. Why? Because most of our teachers, when they was able to really read and understand the Bible, they Learn the gospel or they learn how to read or they got their theology under something called Jim Crow. Mm. And Jim Crow was about separation. Mm. Wow. And when you get your, when, and when you, that's when you started, that's when they come out of that, that antebellum era. And they started, they started, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after the um, reconstruction mm-hmm. period, and then it went back and you got Jim Crow now. Got that era. And most of our teachers, now old school teachers, early 1900s, late 1800s, now big teachers now, yeah. they are our father's father's mm-hmm. father. Wow. A lot of those teachers that we had in the 1900s, mm-hmm. this is when the Azusa Street, the real one, mm-hmm. all of that was under Jim Crow. Wow. Y'all got to wake up. Mm-hmm. You got to wake up, y'all. You got to wake up. So it was a so it was in the culture a right and a wrong, a left side and a right side, a we do like this and a they do like that. Yeah. And it crept into our faith. Mm-hmm. And then the thirties come from the forties and fifties. And we are my father was born nineteen fifty four. Mm. I'm a son of a baby in his fifties. We don't, we're the children of those people who thought yes. like that. Yes. Yes. And guess what? They still our pastors. <laughs> exactly. My case is dismissed. <laughs> we 
We got pastors Ooh. today yes. that were born in the 40s. Yes. And in the 50s. Yes. Running mega churches. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Today. <laughs> today. As we speak. <laughs> today. I'm not saying sit down. Yeah, you know. But right now, my father, 50, mm. my father, 50, born 54. So next year, he would be 70. Mm. I'm doing my math right. Next year, if he was born, he was still alive, he would be 70. Because the next year would be 2024, right? 54, 24, yeah. It's 50 years, then he got 20 years. That's right. So he'd be 70 years old. My father would be 70 years old. In today's world, 70 is the new 50. Oh, yeah. It is. With Just for Men and Viagra? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes! Yeah, between Planet Fitness, Just for Men, and Viagra, yes, seventy is the new fifty. Mm. Yeah, that combo. That's a oh, that's powerful. Ain't they knowing it? Ain't they educated? Mm. Ain't they got business acrimony? Seventy, they just getting started. (laughs) Abraham. Yeah, for real. Like for real, Planet Fitness—they running five miles. I'm in the gym. <laughs> They're getting it. Mm-hmm. Viagra, young, doing it, moving forward. I know we don't want to have this conversation, but I ain't scared of nobody. I'm too young to be scared. Go for it. I'm too blessed to be intimidated. Come on. It's too late, y'all. Y'all, y'all done let me out. So <laughs> it is what it is. Y'all should have left Fliggins in the corner, but it's too late. No, it's, it's, it's way too late. late. Yeah. Chest for men, can't see no gray. Yeah, beard, everything, everything, just everything just, just popping. Man, seventy years old is the new fifty. Then they got business acumen, so they've been in it long enough. The average millionaire mm. today is in it. The average millionaires today are in their fifties. Mm. So y'all stop watching new TikToks, y'all. They ain't got that kind of money. Mm. All you got to do is put your money here and 10% there and you can be a millionaire. And like, hey, y'all, come on, y'all. Yeah. You know, call these three numbers right here and the bank is giving away 18000 Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. They getting paid to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Y'all just look at people and say, wow, I'm going to get me a loan tomorrow. Right. Negro, no, you're not. Don't do it. No, you're not. You think you're getting ready for Christmas. And guess what you do when you Y'all go try those loans and see what they do. They send you to 18,000 companies. Yes. And now your information is going all just to, just to bring you. So you they, they have you running around. Oh, wow. We saw you saw your application. We think you can do for $5,000. Mm-hmm. You we know? Think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we going to send you over to here. Mm-hmm. And then they send you over there. Then they send you. And now you just jump. And, and you got all this excitement. Yeah. Call you. Say, and then the last call is we're going to call you back in 48 hours and let you know. They don't even call you. They send you an email. I apologize. <laughs> we couldn't. Thank you for your application, but we couldn't approve it at this time. Mm, now you're two weeks away. Unfortunately, yeah. now you're two weeks from Christmas. Mm. <laughs> That's real. Like real life. Got to ask your boss, your mama, because you just come on, y'all wake and up. And you put your credit score down. Because <laughs> they running that. Come on, Tim. Mm. Now what, right? Now what? Now what? So back to where I was at. Now these people, the average millionaire in America, 
is in their 50s because it takes time to make money. Oh, we got these young ones coming out. Yeah, the yeah. Silicon Valley is really doing it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? These ideas are really making it. Uh-huh. But the average one. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you if you don't have no tech knowledge, mm-hmm. you ain't got no idea of doing something on social media. Yeah. You ain't got none of those things. Nine times out of ten. You think you're just going to get in real estate and just buy a house? It's, it, it, it sounds good, right. but I'm in it real does. estate. Yeah. It's, it's called real for a reason. <laughs> Come on. Because it gets real out there. Very real. Shucks, all that stuff, that contract to walk off with all your money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I really going to get in. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jose walk off with everything. Can't interpret nothing. Wow. You thought you would keep all that money. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they didn't tell you about that part, did you? Mm-mm. No, they didn't no. tell you about that part, did you? Definitely not. Somebody walk in and steal all your equipment, mm. all the material. I forgot to tell you what to do in Baltimore. Mm. They just give you all the glitch, but now it gets real. Mm-hmm. They forgot to tell you you got to have that household in 12 months. Wow. 18 months you got to have that household. Mm. Who else, whoever whoever gave you that loan, they coming back to collect. Wow. No, no, no. Yeah, they part. ain't tell you that part, didn't they? No. They didn't tell you all that? No. Uh-uh. They just gave you something. Oh, you can do this, flip this, flip that, flip this. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, you call your girlfriend. Babe, we're going to do real estate tomorrow. We're going to find a house. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. Then you realize you we we get a house with no down payment. <laughs> like, oh okay. my god! Yeah, what kind of house and what, what neighborhood? <laughs> That's real. You got to fight with. All you got to put. Do you have to put in any sweat equity? Mm. You mm. barely know how to hang a doorknob. Put mm-hmm. a, hang a door and put on a doorknob. Exactly. You ain't never do nothing like. Oh man, it gets that real. Is crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's get real. They forgot to tell you, and then when you close the deal, they forgot to tell you about all the fees. Oh yeah. Oh, they don't tell you that oh, part. Yeah. So yes, you did close the you. So you did close the deal for two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. They forgot to tell you about all the acquisition fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, they they forgot to tell you about. They forgot to give you. They forgot that all that little stuff, and you think mm-hmm. you walking away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With a forty eight thousand dollar check. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your check twenty one. Right. What's that in two thousand twenty three? Not much. Your check twenty two. Mm-hmm. All that work. Yeah, that's crazy. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Back to what I was saying. That's why the average millionaire is in their 50s mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. In America. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got these men in their 70s who have now figured out the money game. Yeah. So, okay, now they got money? Viagra. Viagra. Just for men. Just for men. Planet Fitness. Unknowing oh. it. <laughs> Eating healthy. Yeah. You ain't got a shot. <laughs> well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my, you ain't. <laughs> yeah. If Al Shark wanted to start a church today. Mm. If that man wanted to start a church today. So back to what I was saying, it's just us, y'all, chill. Pretty much. Yeah. When we came up, we came up with the people who was taught by the people who was brought up under Jim Crow. Yes. Go back to Baltimore. Go back to churches in Baltimore during the 30s and 40s, mm. 50s. Go listen to them. Listen to my old pastors talk about it. 
and they'll tell you. And any pastors here, y'all remember back church back in the day, you do know that they had churches in South Baltimore. You're going to go to a church in South Baltimore. Mm. North Baltimore, you can only go to a church. You got to do a little church history mm. in Baltimore. That means whatever part of town you was in, that's the church you had to go to. If you went to another part of town, that bishop would call the other bishop. It says one of your members are over here in North Baltimore and I'll keep coming to our churches. And that bishop will send you back to that church. Oh, wow. They didn't care about you not being fed. Wow. They didn't care about your soul, not you not getting nothing. Mm. We was watching, because it was about protection during those days. Wow. We were protecting your soul. You're like, yeah, I'm, I can grow over here under this kind of leadership. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that pastor would send you back. And that's where y'all get the theory from is, you, I don't take your members. Members belong to God. They don't belong to the pastor. Right. Members choose where they go. Yeah. You can't. That's not your job. Mm. They don't belong to you. They don't. You go where you grow. I tell all my people, yeah. if you ain't growing here, find somewhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Have that kind of confidence. Yes. You ain't got that kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to lord over God's people. And you want to call it protection. Yeah, you're protecting your money. Yeah. If I tell people not to go, I say, don't leave yet. Mm-hmm. I have told people not to leave. Mm-hmm. And I've told a couple of people to join. Mm-hmm. But be that only, hey, don't leave yet. yet. There is something else you need to learn. So if you're at another ministry and you're helping out that ministry, help them out. Do it. If you feel like you're going to join that ministry and you feel like you're walking over there, take your time and, and, and amalgamate yourself within that ministry, within that within that frame, and mm-hmm. take your time. But don't leave yet. There are a couple of things you got to learn here so that you can be effective there. Right. There's a couple more things. Don't, I know you're leaving. Just don't leave yet. Mm. Not yet. See this. Learn this. Grab yes. this. Yes. And be open enough to come to me and say, Rev, my time here is up. Or your voice doesn't compel me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. You just you can't teach like this old this man, an old school preacher would eat me alive for teaching like this. <laughs> but tell me when did people belong to you? Right. Show that to me. Mm-hmm. Souls belong to God. Yes. We watch, we serve, we cover, we protect. So you really don't, they're preaching right now, they don't care if you're dying in their church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. You're dying in it, like literally, like falling. When I say you're dying in church, I mean sleeping. Mm-hmm. I mean 33 years old. You hear what I'm saying? On your phone. Mm. While the preacher is preaching. Wow. wow. You're looking for where to go with right after service. Wow. Where are we going to eat it after service? Wow. Ruth Chris. Do we need to make you you 33 years old on the front row making reservations to leave while mm. the minister is mi- you their voice don't compel you anymore. Wow. Yeah. This ain't no one time. Mm-hmm. You ain't even hungry. <laughs> You're bored. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Their voice don't do yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not, again, untraditional. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm giving a caveat. Yeah. I, I'm even telling you where that kind of thinking came, came from. Came from, right. Because right. it didn't come from the Bible. Mm. It didn't come from Scripture. You can't find it in the Bible. Mm. 
Wow. That's tradition. That's culture. That's custom. Mm -hmm. It's not Bible. It's not Bible. Mm. It's not biblical. It's not anti-Bible. But it's not pro-Bible. Mm. Definitely not pro. <laughs> you can find a scripture to fit anything. Yeah. Mm. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. So, I, I don't know where that comes from. But, uh. Not Bible. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But if I, me teaching like this. No. If anybody wanna know what I'm doing, I'm shaking my head. No. Right. <laughs> very, very hard. Yeah, like, mm -mm, like, no, 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 no. This 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 ain't gonna go over well. Again, it comes from Jim Crow. That's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. That separation. Mm -hmm. That white black water fountain. Yeah. Again, in the thirties and forties mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Do your do do your homework with the Baltimore City churches. Mm -hmm. In fact, talk to those bishops that are over the age of seventy and eighty. Talk to those bishops. They'll tell you how it used to be. South Baltimore churches, North Baltimore churches, East, and they came together for conventions and stuff like that. So uh -huh. they would learn each other's people. And you know what I'm saying? Learn who was who, and that, that's how they would learn. And, this, and, and, and that's how it was. But when you was, on, when you was in South Baltimore, yeah. you better not be up in no church in East Baltimore. Wow. Had to stay in your zone. Stay in that place. And, 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 they had, and the churches and the pastors in East Baltimore, but that's how the pastors in East Baltimore, they congregated together. They celebrated together. Mm -hmm. They they because they knew because they can keep their eyes on their members. Mm. Okay. But we come up under the people who kept their eyes on us. Mm. So some of y'all don't have churches. Y'all just got modern day plantations. Mm. You don't have a church. You don't have a church. Wow. <laughs> you don't have Ooh. a church. Uh-huh. You're just trying to you just you trying to just, you're just trying to control your stock. Wow. You can never preach the freedom of God. You can never you can never rightfully preach the freedom of God's word and give people a choice. Mm. You want to know if you got power, give them a choice. Mm. You want to know if you really got power, Amen. give them options. Amen. If you want to, if you really want to know if you got power, mm. give the people the freedom to walk away. Yes. You want to know you got it? I, I double D dare you to do that. Mm. Say, hey, you can leave if you yeah, all of y'all, everybody. <laughs> anybody. Yeah. If this ain't, give them that. Then you know what you got. Yes. Now you know who's real and who's not and who wants to be there. Yes. And who's growing, who's intentional about mm -hmm. the gospel and you and learning and growing. And tell them the reason why they are there. I know this is not traditional. My teaching is untraditional, but I'm explaining to you where the tradition came from. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I'm not, yeah. So. Wow. And then you'll see the power of your gift. You'll see who you're really called to. You'll see the people really blessed because they're given with an, with an intent that does not that that's not cloaked in fear. So I know this. So when I see these little reverends and reverendettes, 
running around here and y'all flicking, just looking at them, just just know y'all. Okay. Okay. I can see this a mile away. Wow. I can see this a mile away. So that's that, Tay. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. Ooh. Teaching and ministering and and expounding and expressing. Okay. Admonishing. Definitely next week. I hope that you do get into the uh, woman thing that you were saying. About what? You were saying that women, um, there was something that women do on the. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Let me see. We did, but nobody came on, though. So nobody came on and said, so Tia is going to be. I mean, like, Nate, I'm going to have to teach it to. I'm going to have to be. Oh, private. So we, have to, we, have to, we may have to have a. Um, I may have to have a private podcast or something like that. I may have to. I mean, we may have to create that kind of platform. Yeah. There's a whole lot of things I see okay. and say that I won't be able to say in public, but we may have to create that platform if um if the people say, let's do it. Okay. And so we get to, we get enough people to say, when I mean enough people, I mean like 20. Okay. I don't even talk about a million. Just yeah. enough people to just, I won't be talking to myself. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then let that grow on its own. You know what I'm okay. saying? You know, and um that's it. I don't have a, and I don't feel the need to have a Patreon account or is Patreon? Yeah, Patreon. I don't feel like, I don't feel like we need to have that special thing. Okay. It would just be another, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we'll be on our private something mm-hmm. if anybody want to log on to it. And then we'll do it that way. Okay. So we'll see. And then we'll move forward. But I, it's not going to be about no money. Nobody got to give nothing. I'm not, I don't feel it in my spirit right now. Okay. If that time come, it'll come. But I don't feel it in my spirit and I want to be honorable. Okay. All right. So yeah, we can still glory. do subscriptions without that. Okay, like, without that. Yeah. Spot. Like you can do a separate group if you wanted to. Good. We do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Twenty All right. people though, so you got to encourage twenty people to just, you know, for the private group. Yeah. Okay. You got to find twenty. Okay. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it for nineteen and a half. You <laughs> <laughs> <It> won't do. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. So just quick announcement. Liba. Liba. Love Investment Love Investment Benefit Association. All right, Investors so Investors Benefit Association. So guess what, everybody? This year, I'm cel- we're celebrating and we are commemorating and honoring my mother. That's right, 30-plus 30, 30 years in business, 15-plus um, years of working in the community. That's right, yes. doing a whole lot of good work. Yes. And we're going to honor her. Um, charity starts at home, yes. and then it spreads abroad. Uh, this year, I'm going to honor my very own mama. That's yeah. right, December the 29th. December the 29th, tickets are $50. Yes. Everybody who know us, who know the Flickens family, yeah. I'm going to be reaching out to y'all. The tickets are fifty dollars. Yeah, it's December the 29th. Yes, You're like five weeks. Yeah, it's ten dollars a week. Yeah, my family, my mother is worth it. Yes, so all my family know about it and everything else. We're gonna have a good time. We got singing, music. My brother and my brother-in-law will be the hosts. That's two natural-born <laughs> comedians. Yes. I don't know what they're gonna say. But I'm just praying that it'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uncut, uncut, unscripted. <laughs> So oh my God! So my brother-in-law Christopher Stokes and my brother Antonio Flickers. Yes. Now y'all go and see, I saw the podcast with him on there. Antonio, Antonio, yes. man, it's going to be real. <laughs> so they're going to be the host that night, and um, it's going to be something. They're going to be our MCs for the night. Yes. Uh, my mother's going to be, you know, we're going to be, we're going to honor her, and um, uh, we just going to do what we do. Give us some money away, yes. help some businesses out. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Have a few vendors there. Yes, it's going to be at Morgan View. Yes. December the 29th. Tickets are $50. Yes. If y'all want to log on to get a ticket, please go to joinliba.com. Um, yes. Joinliba.com. Go and be a part mm-hmm. of it. Y'all got my information. Um, please go and get the information from me. Inbox me if you choose. Inbox is still a word. Message me. Yeah, inbox is a word. It's still my inbox. It's still yeah. inbox. It's inbox. Okay, so message. so message or DM me. You know what there I'm saying? Go. There you go. How? There you go. Look at me catching up. So message me. 
<laughs> message okay. or DM me yeah. and then get your ticket. My family, let's sell this thing out. Absolutely. We we almost sold out. Kind of yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I just need the rest. I need everybody else who love us, who know us. Yeah. Like, hey, come on out and celebrate with us. This is December the 29th, Love Investors Benefit Association. Got a lot going on, Tia. Yes. Tia, I got a lot going on. A lot. And yeah, I got a lot going on. Make sure if you want to give donations also to if the you small, wanna, to yeah, the businesses. That's in right. General. If you want to give donations, that's yeah, right. That's can, right. Uh, send so, it through, so, go, ahead. To, go ahead. You go ahead. You can send it through Cash App at Dollar Sign Join Libba, right? Dollar that's right. Join Libba. Yeah, Cash App Dollar Sign Join Libba. One hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. That was supposed to be for this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So we 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 working. It got a lot going on. Busy moving forward, but we doing it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let's bless people. Who are working hard. Yes. I find my ministry and my gifting is to help people who um, begin to, 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 that are sort of intimidated by large institutions. Mm. Okay. They're intimidated by larger institutions. Some people just don't do well in large settings. Uh-huh. They like more intimate settings. They like to do one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I find out we got to be that bridge. Mm. That's all we are. That's what, that's what Libby is. It's that bridge mm. right there. And there are people who are do a lot of good work. I've got a lot of skills, but you know what I'm saying. Just, yeah. they just when they get them to that, they, they mom and pop, but they just need to be polished. Yeah, they need a couple of dollars to do it. Yeah, Love Investors Benefit Association. Beautiful. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. December 29th. December 29th. Make sure you get your seven ticket. to ten. Yeah. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be dressed to impress. Yeah, about that. Dressed to impress. Dressed I got. I got. I got. I got. I got the um. Yeah, I got this. I never mind. No, I got this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I, I was. I was good last. I was good last year. I'm gonna be better this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Watch out. I was good last year. I'm gonna dress better this year. So let's okay. go. Let's go then. Yes, yes, yes. December yes, yes. 29th. Make sure you get your ticket. Thank Any y'all. Announcements. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's what we got. All right. This. Uh, you know, we on a new series. Called Act As If. Yes. I know y'all thought it was going to oh. be hard considering last week what we were talking about. And I was like, hey, don't be telling y'all. Don't be telling me what God said. I think said. we're broken in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the quarter crisis is broken Oh, they ready. Like, we, we, we kind of, yeah. But I like, thought I think people thought like, oh, man, he going to really. Like, nah, this going to be good. Oh, yeah. Act As If. Yes. So we're going to talk about faith. So I'm on a new series about faith. Um, There's going to be a new promo coming out mm-hmm. about the series. Good. And so act as if y'all going to hear it to God be glory. It's going to come out this week. Excellent. So we have a new promo this week of what I believe faith is. Beautiful. And you know what I'm saying. Oh, man, yeah. it's going to be. Oh, man. Excellent. Good, 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 good. That's good. These different nuances and things. Yes. It never ends. Yeah. So to God be glory. I can't. I mean, I am. Y'all got to go back and hear Sunday sermon. You have to. To God be glory. To God be glory. Sunday sermon. Sermon. God God is blessing us real good. So y'all go listen to it. Court Vision. Court Vision. Yes, yes, yes. YouTube also. YouTube. Check out the YouTube channel as well. That's right. Court Vision Network. Court Vision Network. Um, Also... What a, I'm a, if you want to come in person, 1831. 1831 North, North Gay, Gay Street. Street. Yes, yeah. 1831 North Gay Street if you want to come in person. We got a lot going on. There is a lot going on. A lot and, um, yeah, we, we moving forward, and I am taking full advantage of my time that God has given me. Absolutely. And I, wanna bl- and I really, really want to bless God's people. There's nothing. Yes. There's nothing that means. There's nothing um, that means more, more than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm really into people. It's a priority. And yeah. I'm really into blessing God's people. I want to see everybody do what they are called to do. Yes, and do. I want to be a part of that story. And whenever y'all get to where y'all going, remember me. Don't forget. 
Remember me. Don't get up there and like, yeah, somebody blessed me uh, 10 years ago. Right, like, no, 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 no. Minute. Say my name. <laughs> say my name. Say, say my, my name. name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, we good? Thank you. All right. Listen, <laughs> this is your spiritual podcast station. Listen, this episode will be available Tuesday. All our episodes are available every Tuesday um, for you to watch and listen. This is your spiritual podcast station, and we just want you to uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We love you, and thank you for loving us. I got to share this one, y'all. Share.